we have two Rob reviews to do tonight because I didn't miss Dose? last week. Because I missed last week. <laughs> How long does that add up to? I'm not going to not do it because he made one was for Hellboy and then the one tonight is for Avengers Endgame. Which right. I'm sure you're excited. I can't fast forward though. No. <laughs> Everyone else can. <laughs> so, all right. Just that's why I'm warning you. I can look and add up the time, see, but it's okay. We're gonna have to talk about them, so I have to go into a happy place. Yeah. <laughs> By that time, maybe you'll be lubricated. I will be. Cause enough already. I <laughs> can't take it. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, I got a new, uh, a new Will Ferrell clip. But it's sort of like to save for a rainy day. Hold on, where am I? Fucking? Come on. Now you got a plan. I will. But it's it That's needs a, like there's, a, there's a time and place for it. But here it is. It's very brief. Please refrain from using ethnic slurs. <laughs> Seven deuce, come on. <laughs> Saturday, April 27th, 2019. It's 1014 p.m. This is show number 483. This is the Vent Chat Show. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Turdat, with me as usual. This host puts the bagel in Ed Bagley Jr. It's Esta. <laughs> Hello, everybody. He's <laughs> from She-Devil. Have you guys seen She-Devil? I was about to say, dude, that is a deep, deep pull for people to try to remember who Ed Bagley Jr. is. <laughs> but you I ever remember. see She-Devil? I don't remember. Uh, also, uh, I don't know. Also here, he's got kind of like Blonde a... Blonde guy, right? You know, what's the one mannequin? Is he a mannequin? I'm pretty sure he's it's, the one that's like super environmentalist and drives like an electric... I mean, he was like one of the first guys to drive an electric car and like all Jason that Jason McCarthy or whatever. Yeah, he was in that's a different guy. At Jr. <laughs> uh, anyway, this ho- also here, this host likes... <laughs> Okay. Well, on his bagel, he likes cream cheese uh, or onion, or he'll take no, no. A, everything bagel too. It's fun. <laughs> I don't like onion on my bagel. I like an onion bagel. You asked me what kind that's, of bagel. I, I feel like. like that's what I said. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much. Did we ever get? I don't think we ever got a response to what your favorite bagel is. Nobody asked, so I didn't I'm, say. Now I just I'm didn't blurt it out. I'm asking. Well, you, yeah. Now, now tell me. 
Well, probably the most common would be uh, a bagel with butter. Secondly, like a plain cream bagel. I'm talking about type of bagel completely, like a plain bagel or what? Kind I mean, of bagel? no, I like to. I do in everything, or I'll do a sesame seed or a poppy seed. Okay. It. I know it seems like it doesn't matter. Like poppy seed doesn't do shit, but something about that bagel when it's toasted <laughs> is delightful. <laughs> Nobody thinks that poppy seed tastes good. It's just a toasted dot. It's a black. It's know? little specks of black on your thing. And it doesn't do shit. I mean, and everyone thinks you're going to get a not pass a drug test. Right. right. But <laughs> why do people get it? I don't know. Poppy seed. It's but sometimes I get it. And it is really good with butter. I don't know why. Do you ever do cream cheese or is it just butter? No, I'll do cream cheese if it's a good cream cheese spot. Okay. Uh, if they you put know, the cream Noah's, cheese on. Noah's bagels, I'll get a pumpernickel cream cheese. I love that. But sometimes I just like the butter. But do Depends you on the put bagel. it on or do they put it on? Bro, <laughs> I'm not putting on my own bagel. I'm not, I'm not putting my own butter, that's for sure. Do you do you tell them, like, extra butter? Like, you know, load it up? I have. I have. Okay. Like you're at the movies and they're doing popcorn and they're like, do you want butter? And you're like, yes, double it up. Double butter. Well, I mean, what the fuck? You only go to the movies once in a while. Right. Well, Except yeah. for Exxon Malcolm goes every day, I guess. Well, that's his hobby. He enjoyed. Anyway, welcome, everyone. Uh, thank you for uh, putting up with No Show last week, but... Z105! Now we're back! We're back. We're back this week. Um, thank you very, very much to the people who support us on Patreon and through Twitch. <clears throat> Um, subscribing through Twitch with your Amazon Prime account is free, but you have to remember to do it every month or it goes away. That's sort of their trick, you know? Hey, we're giving you a free subscription to a Twitch thing, <clears throat> but you have to remember to do it every month or it doesn't count. So thank you for coming back and, you know, re-upping on that. Um, and of course, Patreon people, uh, we do extra show in the beginning that is for Patreon people only and, uh, they get the whole pre-show, whole after-show, usually about four and a half hours, somewhere around there. Sometimes five, sometimes more, you know, uh, in our Amazon link and uh, things of this nature. And, yeah. Did turn half piss into a canteen? Did Esther shave his sweet face clean? Did sauce chop a lady in the vagine? Let's talk about what happened this week. So, uh, let's get it out of the way because we've been waiting to talk about it. What was wrong with me last week? And we will do it in a segment we haven't done for a long time called I'm Pretty Sure I Have This. All righty, so uh, I guess where do where do we start? Um, Friday of last week, I had uh, just one real sharp jab pain in my lower right abdomen, like uh, you know. I probably should have those uh noises up, but 
I don't. I thought for sure you were going to pull one out right now. You think I should? I could still do it. Uh, <laughs> <huh>. <laughs> Hold on, I'll <laughs> get it. I, I'll just do it. Hell, yeah, oh. you can probably do them all. Let's see. Oh. Hell. Here. Okay. So, yeah, Friday I had a, <clears throat> like a hard, <laughs> a hard, sharp pain in my, in my lower right quadrant vector. And, uh, but it was, but it was there and gone. And so I'm like, okay, no big deal. Um, Saturday, I started having like a couple more sharp pains and like a little bit of a dull pain in that area. And by the time we were ready to do the show, I was like, I might have to go to the hospital. Something ain't right. But I didn't, I didn't go to the hospital. Uh, I did speak to an advice nurse. Before I get into this, you have, you have John Muir turn hat for your insurance or do you have Kaiser or who do you have? I can't remember. Kaiser. You have Kaiser. Okay. So I started talking to Kaiser and they said, hang tight. Uh, you know. Basically, like, you know, do you do you have this symptom? Do you have that symptom? Do you have this? Do you have that? And I'm like, no, no, no. And they're like, don't, you know, don't come in. Um, stay home. You can talk to your doctor, blah, 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 blah. And so I did. Uh, but I, you know, pain, sharp pain. And uh, not constant, though. Like, just an occasional, you know, like an occasional <clears throat> kind of thing. And then I'm trying to remember the whole sequence of events here. but. Um, eventually it gets to, uh, I'm calling the advice nurse and saying, Hey, uh, I think this is maybe like Sunday night or Monday night. I'm like, I've got, uh, I, pr and so I'm thinking my own thoughts here, you know, before I get, before I get a hold of them again, like, what could this be? And essentially they thought it was a, uh, a stone, a, uh, kidney stone. Okay. Kidney stones kidney stones and this hold on this is what i had for you on kidney stones if you don't know what kidney stones are uh kramer's gonna explain it to you what's with you i got a stone <laughs> what stone a kidney stone what is that anyway it's a it's a stony mineral concretion <laughs> formed abnormally in the kidney and this jagged shard of calcium pushes its way through the ureter into the bladder. It's forced out through the ureter. <laughs> oh, that's gotta hurt. So that's what they're telling me I got. And uh, the pain is, you know, it's up there. Uh, and I'm gonna play you another clip. This is, and I, I said in the pre-show, I have a Jeff Foxworthy clip. And turn it's like, you, you might be a redneck guy? I'm like, yeah. But this is him talking about kidney stones and going to the doctor for it. And what happened to him about going to the ER type of thing that you're going to hear in here is exactly what happened to me, but on the phone. So listen to this. It, it, they, and they immediately starts writing me a prescription for Percocet. And I'm, and I'm like, dude, I don't take aspirin. I'm not taking Percocet. <laughs> when that thing started moving, I'm eating Percocet like they're peanut M&Ms. Like, 
<laughs> Went from being Dr. Oz to Keith Richards in about three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing and, them and, down. And if you have one, don't go to the, never go to the hospital because they just laugh at you. One night the Percocet didn't make a dent, and so I, I said to my wife, you got to take me to the hospital. And I get there, and the lady said, what's wrong with you? And I said, I have a kidney stone. Well, she kind of laughs. She's like, hmm. Well, you're going to be waiting a long time tonight, hon. And I said, no, ma'am, you don't understand. I said, I'm in the worst pain I've ever been in. She said, well, you just feel like you're going to die, but you're not. <laughs> and she gives me the clipboard. So I go to fill out the information. I sit in the waiting room. I sit next to a guy that's got a knife in his head. This guy has got a knife sticking in his head. And I said, oh, my God, were you in a fight? He goes, no, I got a kidney stone. I did this to myself trying to get to the back there. Oh, my God. Jeff Foxworthy. Anyway, you get the idea. So that's what happened to me. Even on the phone, I'm like, I think I might need to come in. And they're like, well, what are your, you know, what symptoms do you have? And let me see. I had this thing on my show notes. Kidney stuff. So they're, okay. Severe pain in the side, possibly in the back, below the ribs. Yes. Got that. Pain that radiates to the lower abdomen and groin? Not really. Pain that comes in waves and fluctuates in intensity? Yes. Pain on urination? No. Pink, red, or brown urine? No. Cloudy or foul-smelling urine? No. Nausea and vomiting? I was a little nauseous, but did not vomit. But that might be because I'm a hard barfer. Persistent need to urinate? No. Urinating more often than usual? No. Fever and chills, if an infection is present? I, and this is where it gets into, this is what they're asking me, all these things. I, like twice or three times, I was taking my temperature and I was able to get up to like a 99.2. That was the highest temperature I got. 99, 99.2. I know that's not very high. So Kaiser's asking me all these questions to, to see, like, do I need to come in? And I don't have any of the things that I apparently needed to have to come in. So they're like, you can come in, but you're not really going to like, nothing's really going to happen. Like the doctor's going to look at you and probably just send you home, tell you to take Tylenol and whatever, <clears throat> because you don't have any of the serious, like no blood, no cloudy urine, no smelly urine, no whatever. So basically you got a kidney stone and just hang out and see what happens is what my diagnosis was. And I was a little annoyed and I was like, well, yeah, but I got a 99.2 fever. And she's like, you know, at Kaiser, unless you're at least 100.4, that we don't consider you having a fever. So <laughs> don't, don't, the doctor won't consider that a fever. I'm like, well, it's not normal. <clears throat> She's like, yeah, but it's too low. And, and I'm like, okay, well, what about, um, maybe then, like, if it gets bad, I won't come into the yard because that's crazy and it'll blow up my, uh, you know, like I'll basically I'll have to buy a used car. That's the amount I would have to pay if I go in and like whatever. Like urgent care. And she's like, you know, at Kaiser, we kind of are phasing out urgent care. So we don't really have that anymore. And I'm like, okay. So the long and the short of it was they told me not to come in and to wait and pass the stone and only come in if I have like over whatever fever or blood in the urine or what, you know, the other things I don't have enough symptoms is basically what it boils down to. So it's pro they say it's a stone and 
hang tight and pass the stone. I'm like, yeah, well, it's been now like a while. And she's like, it could be weeks to pass a stone. It could be weeks. I was like, <laughs> you want to fucking kill me? Because that's, that's not good. Yeah. And I thought also, because my pain has been around where my appendix would be. You know what I mean? Lower right, like right where you would think your appendix would be. You'd and that's what I'm telling fever, I would think. Well, that's what they said. And so they're like, you know, if it's your appendix, you would be like, you know, you'd be fucked up, like coming at you, you'd, you know, you'd be jacked. Big fever, constant, huge amount of pain, all this stuff. So they say no appendicitis. And I'm like, okay. But I looked up chron- not acute appendicitis, but chronic appendicitis. Which is a different kind of appendicitis. So they said no to appendicitis. But I looked up chronic appendicitis. And chronic appendicitis <laughs> is when your appendix, which is that little like pinky sized piece of your intestine, gets something in it, but it doesn't completely close off. So it doesn't burst, but it gets like, you know, an infection and starts to swell up, but it gets to a point, and this is gross and I'm sorry. It gets to a point where it then releases what's inside of it in like waves. You know what I mean? So it'll swell up, get some pus in there, whatever's in there. And then instead of it being completely closed off, it'll uh, like release it and you'll hit a wave of pain. You know? That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you. I feel nauseous just listening to this. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of I'm down with scientific shit, but it's gross. Listen, it is gross. And I am not <laughs> happy about it. So what I'm saying is they say I got a kidney stone, which may be true. And it is, it is not a party. I'm saying it might be chronic appendicitis. So I'm pretty sure I have chronic appendicitis or a kidney stone. That's what's going on with me. And even my doctor gave me the same runaround about like, you could come in, but did they give you painkillers? No, because I haven't gone in. Uh, because they keep telling me to not come in until it gets worse. So basically no, dude, I'm, I'm I mean, at the point where it's like, they told me that, you know, we can give you some Tylenol or something. And they said, if you, if it starts getting extreme pain, then come in and we'll give you, you know, like you need, but you need to have some symptoms. I got to have like, I got to be pissing blood basically, or come in with a temperature over a hundred point four that they can read. Well, for That's one thing that kind of fucked up maybe some of our service is these opioid freaks. Yeah, exactly. Try, trying to get shit every chance they can. They, they kind of have to use protocol. Dude, they're very, and, like, because I've had it with my back before, you know? Like, about a year ago, I had it where it's like, dude, I got to, it's so bad, blah, 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 blah. And they gave me stuff, but they monitored it real close. They're like, this many for this many days, and then that's it. You know, you're done. And I'm like, okay. They're not even, they don't fuck around with that anymore. At least around here. Maybe if I was in fucking middle of nowhere, you know, whatever. They talk about West Virginia and different places. Anywhere in, anywhere in Florida. Yeah. You know, Virginia, West Virginia, parts of Texas, wherever, wherever V is, uh, all over. There are a bunch of lunatics. So, yeah. So now I'm dealing with that and it's jolts various times during the day and night. So like I didn't well, have enough problems sleeping already. I get, you know, 2 a.m. I'll, I'll like sit straight up with like a, you know, ah! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
And then now it's and and I I'm, I don't know how to describe the feeling. It's one of the worst, most painful feelings I've ever had. It's like, uh, who is the guy in the Fantastic Four that was that was on fire all the time? Human Torch. Human Torch. It's like the Human Torch. If he had a gun that he heated up, he held in his hand and he heated it up, and then he fired red hot bullets into my appendix area. That split open and inside were red hot daggers that were also carrying red hot guns with bullets in them. That's what it feels like when you get a jolt. Well, I have two things to say. So bad. Did you have you seen that Deadwood where he passes stones? I'm sure I have, but it's been years. No, it's they it's screaming. It's supposedly worse or as bad as pregnancy with no medication. Like if no, they have him like a, a figure four leg lock, and he's and he's roll his eyes are rolled back in his head, <laughs> and you, all you see is a bunch of blood and stones fall out of his crotch. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about uh, Swearingen. Yeah, but anyway. Oh, I remember that storyline. Yeah. The do you do you remember when I told you my friend? You met him one time when my coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was working as something, and he was driving through Mill Valley, like on Sir Francis Drake. Uh, feels the pain and is so intense that he pulls over and he gets out of his car and crawls into the street in the middle of the street mm-hmm. and is laying there like with his hand, like, help me. Yeah. Because the pain. And then uh, someone comes over and calls an ambulance and they take him and it was kidney stones. Dude, uh, my business partner, little brother, who you know very well, got had to stay overnight in the hospital with that. Did you know that? Huh. No, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, he he's had him too, mm. and my business partner's had appendicitis and had his appendix removed. So, like, we were, you know, I talked to him for a while about it, but it's it is not great. It has been not great, and it continues to be not great. It's <laughs> all I can say. Uh, so I apologize for no show last week. I'm toughing it out, even doing this, because just you know, I don't know what. There's nothing you can do. You just have to deal with it. Um, well, you could have someone go in there and zap it, right? If you can't pass it. If like, there's a real stone in but, there. Have you ever see, seen, like, it looks like a fucking, looks, uh, like a water balloon full of gravel. No, it looks like a ninja star. Those stones look like, uh, <laughs> like a, yeah, you know, there's, there's just sharp points on every edge of them. And um, the thing is, is again, I have to have more symptoms. You know, I can't go. I have to have a fever or pee no, blood no, that, or something like before. That's they go the protocol. There. Right. You need to have a meltdown. I know. I Believe me. I'm not I'm, a meltdown. Just start with like, hey, you got two choices. I'm going to melt down or you're going to get fucking see me because I'm dying. Well, My I'm pain hoping is a 10. I want to pass them because the alternative is essentially uh, having this cost as much as like a good used car. You know what I mean? Like I could probably buy the Red Dragon and have a you know and more for how much this is this would end up costing me if that's what's going to happen. So, Dude. I don't want to go that route. Just go get it done. No, it's you're really not supposed to get it done unless you can't pass it. That's it. Like in the case of y- your buddy, he had it and was like, boom, went in that day because it was like he was going to die. 
you know. No, but, but my, my coworker case, also had it oh, more I know. than once. That's what I'm saying. But I don't have that. I've got I don't have what they want to do that. That's where I'm in. SRPL says Fen, drink more water. That's I'm drinking tons of water. And I always That's have great, Dr. Oz. Hey. I always have drank tons of water. Don't, that's not nice job. And and SRPL, FYI, it's uh, a large part of it is genetic and it runs in my family. So you can, you know, take that for what it's worth. No offense. I'm just saying. Uh, it happens to, you know, roll the dice, basically. Not for nothing. You should probably drink more water. Me Dude, too. I drink a I'm shitload of drink, water. I'm trying to drink more water. I probably drink a gallon a day. At Jesus. least. I have a I huge th- I heard thing. that's good. I know. It's supposed to be good. And I and it sucks because I have to pee so much. But I drink a lot of water. But I'm drinking as much as I can right now because... Uh, but, bro. When you've got... Hold on. When you got a kidney stone... You want it to, if you're on a boogie board, you want water under that boogie board. You don't want that boogie board dragging across sand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and that boogie board has got sharp edges all over it. And that sand is your intestine and your urinary tract or whatever. But what if it's not that? Well, then there's not, there's not much I could do except wait and see if that's not what it is. Right along. Uh, probably another week and a half. You'll I'll wait a week you, and a half and I, then you'll go back? Well, I'll see if I pass anything or if it gets worse or better or what. You well, know? so you don't pass anything and you start, your fever's getting higher. Well, you can, you, well, that's the thing. If my fever gets higher, that's, you're, you're kind of saying exactly what I was just saying. I don't have enough symptoms to go in and have them do anything. Fever gets higher, go in. Pee and blood, go in. You know, anything else, go in. But I, all I got is the pain and, and nothing else in there saying, well, that's just a stone. Do you so know what your normal temperature is? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, when it's not elevated, it's like around 98.6. Okay. And when I'm so saying, it's not that high, really. Yeah. When I'm saying it gets elevated, it'll be elevated for like a half an hour and then it'll go back down. So. And if you do have it elevated, it could mean you have an infection maybe you've had for a long time. Well, that, well, no, no, no. If it's elevated, that was, that would be appendicitis too. That's what you get with appendicitis is a low grade fever. And that's what I'm telling the person that I'm talking to and my doctor. I'm like, low grade fever, appendicitis. And they just give me back, like, you know, they give me all the appendicitis symptoms. Like, do you have, uh, like if you cough or if you bend over or if you stand up, like, is it excruciating pain? I'm like, no. Like, you don't have appendicitis. So, I'm I remember my dad taking Helitums. I'm listening to learned doctors, okay? That's what I'm listening to. Well, those guys are just uh, mediators for the corporate fucking, you know, they got to go through this list of, to make money. I mean, I'm talking to my doctor, though, not just like an advice nurse. I've talked to, like, my doctor who's told me that. Okay. Whatever that's worth. Like I said... They're getting rid of their urgent care, and that's why I was like, maybe I should fucking switch to John Muir, because I know they have urgent care. Like, you can go in and, you know, not What's, emergency room. It's not. No, that's, never mind. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just curious what their plan is in getting rid of urgent care. Like, what are they I don't doing know. instead? They say. What if you need stitches? You got to go into the ER, or you can call them, and they say they can that's get you in. Up. They call. Well, here's what. Here's the thing. They say 
you can call and get into an appointment. They'll try and get you into a same day appointment. But last time when my back blew out and I was like, I can't go to the emergency room and sit in the fucking chair for four hours. Like I was literally on the floor, like with my legs elevated on a chair, like I can't move. I'm like, I can do it, you know, get me into urgent care. And even when they had them, they couldn't get me into urgent care. Like there was no appointments. And so my doctor just prescribed fucking pain pills on the phone, like to a place and got me that. Cause I was like, dude, there's no way I could go to ER where I'm going to sit for four hours with this. I can't even walk barely. Yeah. So I agree. It's fucked. Now they're saying they, they're phasing them out and they don't have them. So I'm pissed. <sighs> so that's why I'm like, I'm stuck with them until I get to choose another one. That's why I was asking if you're on John Muir because I remember I used to be and they do have urgent care. So just FYI, turn out if you're on Kaiser, you know, your one of your kids gets into a whatever urgent care doesn't seem to exist. Well, we'll see how that goes in that time. I mean, if, if I'm not getting service when I need it, then there's going to be a problem. That's what I'm saying now. Sort of. I don't go. I haven't been to the doctor and fucking, I go once a year and she talks to me for 10 seconds. Hmm. The one nice yeah. thing is, is you can, now I can email or talk to my doctor on the phone pretty quickly. Like she does, she emails me back for sure. Yeah, I can do that. So I'm, I'm happy with that. And like I said, she did prescribe me pain pills without me having to go to the ER. Like, okay. My doctor too. I just said, Hey, I need this, get it, you know, send it over. And she does. But now here's my thing. I'm also debating on like, could it be like a urinary tract infection or a kidney infection or something like some sort of infection. If my fever is like low grade yeah. and I kind of want to get a fucking, uh, dose of antibiotics. And if they say no to that, like I'm ready to go fucking, uh, what, who was it that did that fish, the fish antibiotics? I'm like, well, how do I hook that up? Give me some antibiotics. Like, see what's I up. I get you. I'll get you antibiotics if you need it. <laughs> get you a Z pack to clean you right up. You won't know what happened. Honest to God, like, it would not surprise me if that's what it was. Azithromycin or whatever the fuck it is. Where You know what I was reading the other day? This is unrelated to this story. It was a certain kind. It was like Thomas Labs or something. Amoxicillin. And it was, but it's for fish, but it's a pill you put in the tank. And it's literally the same pill that they give people. Like, you know, like the letters and numbers on the pills and stuff. It's the same color, same shape, same everything. You can go look it up on drugs.com and it's the exact same pill as the, as people get. And you can go buy it at like a fucking store. Uh, but I'm not saying I'm going to do that. I'm just saying like, you know, if I was like, dude, I got an infection, I'm pretty sure. And like, no, 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 no. It's an option. Dude, BGS I got says, sick one time and I took that mm-hmm. and a rash on my ankle went away from that shit. From what? Azithromycin. I had oh, some Z-pack. kind of something. The rash went away. Well, there Oof. is, you know, you really should not take, I'm not talking to you. I'm just saying everybody should not take that stuff unless you really need it. Because, dude, there's even a fucking uh, story on 60 Minutes. I think it was last week or the week before where we're down to, in some places of the world, like bacteria, uh, infections that are running through like Z pack, every other type of shit we've got. And now they're trying to pull out like, 1950s um you know uh, antibiotics that they're using as a last resort that actually also have like side effects but it's the only shit that works because 
we're going to be in a world in 20 years, 40 years, 50 years, whatever, where like you may die of strep throat or you may die of, you know, whatever, because we won't have antibiotics that can, that can face it because well, people listen. go, people uh, go too crazy with that stuff. And it, when you use it, when you shouldn't, it actually makes that shit stronger, you know? You, me, Esta, uh, everyone listening in this chat room and everyone listening to the show on Monday or Tuesday, what the fuck? It's been millions of years of evolution and we are the strongest. We are the strongest. You understand? No one can stop us. We're here. Except bacteria, uh, and infections. No, they can't. Watch the 60 minutes thing, dude. It'll blow your mind. They, they uh, set out you're these clutching pearls again. Dude. No, 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 dude. Watch it. It's true. Like they, they, uh, threw down E. coli and into it's in this big, uh, 10 chamber vat that connects to each other. And they watched the E. coli spread over. They, you know, inoculated the, the liquid with, um, various antibiotics and it fucking mutates and pushes through all of the antibiotics and just keeps going. Like we're almost at that point now. Uh, it's a real scare, dude. Like your kids may die of infections because we don't have anything left that works. The longer we I'm use it and the more and the faster we use it, like the more we use it when we shouldn't need it, we get closer and closer to the day where we just don't have anything that'll work anymore. And we'll be back it's to like people dying do. of that shit. Oh yeah, there is. We, it's not using no. it when you don't need it. That's number one. It extends the life of how long we'll have it. The whole society has to change and, and that can only be done with the government. Uh, intervening and uh, well, if it, that doesn't happen then it comes down to the individuals like don't slam a z-pack when you have a cold or a flu because it doesn't work for that in the first place you're gonna blame works. that guy you're gonna blame me for taking a z-pack every time i go to vegas when yeah. you have a cold or a flu you're it's like you're you might as well be drinking kool-aid it doesn't do anything for for that it only does okay, shit so for then, infections so don't take so it then what that. i'm saying is make a difference you know change the world you can't change it by changing five percent population well which you is get america. information out there and fucking have people you know learn to not uh fuck up shit for you know the rest of us or their kids well i'm just saying you know it's what I'm saying is, we've made it this far. I'm not saying that, that we need to fucking be taking antibiotics. I believe that's bad for your gut flora. Uh, that too. Uh, it obviously kills all that, I would assume, because it's a antibiotic. Okay. But we drink probiotics. But that doesn't uh, re redo every all the damage it's done, you know? No, but I'm just saying we, we were willy-nilly for a while because we just thought everything was fine, and now everything's getting more resistant, that's all. It's like if you were playing Pac-Man and uh, your power pills were Z-Packs, but you go eat all the power pills before you need them. And now the ghosts are coming and you're like, oh, shit, I ate all those power packs and now I don't have anything. That's kind well, of part of capitalism. I mean, capitalism and the whatever is means uh, every man for himself, bro. Well, that's so not, what are you telling me what to do? What don't tell me how to live. And that's not <laughs> what we need. It's not. Well, don't take them when you don't need them. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'll take them when I want to. Then you're I'm fucking it up for your kids. You're fucking it up for no. everybody. Yeah, it's the truth. My kids will be fine. Well, they may not. Why don't you worry about your kids? I don't have any, so I don't care. I can pop whenever I want, and I don't because I care about my fellow human being. And not a fucking plague of uh, an infection that would wipe out the human race because we don't have any more. Uh, real quick. Uh, have you, Fen, have you ever had, have you had mono? No, I haven't. Please, God, I hope it's not that. 
Are uh, BGSs, are you pissing blood? No, I'm not. If I was pissing blood, I could go right in and and show them my blood piss, and I don't know what they do then, but they do something. No, you just tell them. I mean, it's the same. But right now, it could be anything. Well, they think it's, uh, that's what they think it is, kidney stones. Like, they're not even. So tell them to get in there with a laser, dude. Well, because it's not laser time. If you can help it, you don't do that. You just you just pass them. Why don't you take that kidney out? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just if I had a freshie, out. if I had a freshie on standby, I might do that. I'd give you half of mine. <laughs> you can't have. You need to have a whole one. You gotta have a whole <laughs> kidney. I'm not sure about that. Livers work that way. Yeah, yeah liver. You, you pe- want half my liver? Yeah. Well, that I might take, but uh, that won't help me. <laughs> It wouldn't have Elsta, uh, Esta. That would fuck him up. Like, he would feel sick. Yeah, yeah. If, if Esta <laughs> if got I a hold of my liver, liver, he'd be like, ooh, I don't feel good. <laughs> this isn't cool. Like, take a different liver. It might make me drink more. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah suddenly Esta's needs, like, oh. Needs it. He needs to feed it. It's like a, that plant in the fucking I need Yeah. <laughs> I need. Is it a... Oh. Aubrey? No. Might be. Audrey. It's Audrey, I think. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so that's what's going on with me. I I still have and the problem with it with it being a kidney stone is I'm not having it jump around like you would think it'd be moving, like somewhere. But the pain seems to be where my appendix is. So I got a guy at my work, okay. I, I had kidney stones, he's from Texas. This motherfucker won't eat a salad because it's too granola. It's too Californian. Or you know what I'm saying? Okay. But this guy, once he had those fucking kidney stones, he carries a jug of water. He's drinking water all day. I drink he, water all he day. He does too. not fuck around. I mean, he's drinking water. Yeah. No, I I have like a half gallon jug that I fill up, and I usually drink two of them a day. I'm drinking water. So that's not it. But I do know that it runs in my family. And like right off the bat, they said, if you have kidney stones in your family, like, you know, genetic family, you're like at an immediate, like double risk to get them. I was like, oh, great. So whatever. That's that, you know, that ship has sailed. And here we are. (laughs) Uh, Oh, thank you. Slaughterhouse Jack. 20 months subscribe. Appreciate it. Who's the highest months? Uh, well, Xtop Malcolm is at 22, I think. I don't know. I don't think there's anyone higher than that. Come on, Slaughterhouse Jack. What are you doing? 20 months. SRPL has a good point. You're asking folks not to fuck up things for other people. Really, we can't even get people to vaccinate their kids. <laughs> That's sort of, you know, in a weird way, it's sort of the same conversation. It's like... Vaccinate your kids. Don't use antibiotics unless you need antibiotics. Please. Well, listen, I don't use it. I'm a kind of joking. Have I taken a Z-Pack before going to Vegas? Maybe. But that was a long time ago. I'm not directing just... that at you, by the way. I know you're not. I know you're not. And I'm not making it about me. I'm just saying that I'm conscientious. I don't. But it's more about me than anything. I don't want to eat Something that kills all my fucking right. good whatever. It's not good for there. you. Like antibiotics no. are not good unless you've got some, you know, some infection that's fucking you up. 
If someone's fucking you up and it won't go away, okay, yeah, trust me. But it's got to be the right thing. I mean, it's got to be an infection. If it's a virus, it literally does nothing, and you fuck up your gut bacteria. That's all I'm saying. Because it doesn't even help. Like a cold or flu, it does nothing. So just don't waste it on that. That's all. Don't waste your power pill on that. Uh. Anyway, that anything else? Because that you know, I think I. That's my A to Z on it. Where I'm at right now. Well, so are you going to be okay? I sure hope so. <laughs> I sure hope so. Uh, let's see. You said you have puffy right eye sometimes. <laughs> Did you? It does seem kind of minuscule. Well, wow. comparatively. But sometimes I feel like I want my- to. Run away. My right eye is... Maybe I don't see as good out of it. Okay. Is that possible? Sure. Sure. You might have, uh, you know, need glasses. What? Two different glasses? Well, your right eye can be different from your left eye. Yeah. Mine is. Same. You want to know what's weird? I can aim for both my eyes. Not just guns, but like a laser if I'm shooting something or like looking down a, a when you're scope. you're shooting your laser, you can aim with <laughs> both your eyes. I'm just saying I can aim with both eyes. I can see, you know, I can squint either one and I can see equally. You know what I mean? I don't think that's too unusual. I don't think it is either. I'm just mentioning it. The reason well, I say well, that is because... I mean, there is a dominant eye, but... I'm left-handed Normally, and sometimes I've got to use my right eye for, for that kind of shit. And it seems like I can do it, but I, it's not, you know, it's not my preference, but I have, to. you know, I was looking at a picture of this guy playing ping pong with or shuffleboard with Barack Obama. Obama's left-handed. Mm-hmm. He is. Obama. <laughs> and, I, and a lot of guy. I mean, a lot of, a lot of presidents, people, a lot of, a presidents, lot of presidents, yeah. a lot of people that you, I mean, that people, you know, we consider. I don't know. I wouldn't say successful, but something there. There's something there. You can say it. <laughs> I'm saying there's something Let's there. See. Well, here you go. Uh, these are left-handed presidents going back. Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, George H.W. Bush, Ronald Reagan, Gerald Ford, Truman, Hoover, Garfield, and on and on. But that's a lot. You know, Think about how many that is. Not quite in a row, but that's a lot. I mean, just from... Reagan, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Obama, you know. But I watch actors like, and I'm not saying actors are anything special, but is there some kind of ambition there? There's something there. And I, I notice a lot of them are left-handed. Yeah, no, it's true. They say it's more uh, cre- a creative side or something. I don't fucking know. Creative? I mean, I'm not uh, minimalizing it. Minim- minimizing yeah. it. Um... Oh, you also said uh, sometimes when you barf real hard, you blow a blood vessel. Well, I don't know if that's appropriate, but I, I just that's feel like what you said. I know that <laughs> I have blown things out. Like I go ah! barf hard, hard barf, and I barf hard. Yeah, and then it's not that uh, there's anything really bad happening. Maybe it is. It is bad, but I, I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> pushing, know? pushing, yeah. Like a strain. It's like a, 
Like when your bee hole dry heaves. Oh. And you're like, dude, my throat is dry heaving. Like I'm heaving. Just Sometimes it... you eat a bad meal and you're like, uh-oh. Here comes a bee hole dry heave. Uh, just because you reminded me of it with the barfing, uh, it also made me really mad because I got on with the advice nurse. And I was like, look, I might come into the ER because this is... Something's, you know, I don't, I don't feel good and blah, blah, blah. And that's where I got the fever isn't high enough thing. But I gave her all my symptoms. I'm like, it's, you know, right where my appendix is, I got this pain and I feel kind of nauseous and blah, blah, blah. And I gave her all my things. And she's like, well, the pain's on your left side. So I'm like, no, it isn't. That's not where my appendix is. I said, it's where my appendix is. She's like, oh, did you? Oh, I must have uh, messed that up. And then she's like, and you're not nauseous. I'm like, I literally just said I'm nauseous. Like, I feel nauseous. She's like, you feel nauseous? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, well, I better check with the uh, on-call doctor. And she goes on with the on-call doctor and then comes back and it's like, no, <laughs> both, we both think that you shouldn't, you know, you're, you're fine. Da, 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 da. Like, you're not showing any other symptoms. And I'm like, okay, I guess. And And then I get off the phone and I almost did that thing from like office space where it's like, well, if I... I'm just going to sit here and die then, and it's going to be your fault. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I'm going to burn the building down. You know, it's like, I was sitting there, just getting on the phone. I'm like, they just told me not to come in to the, th- to the ER, which in, in hindsight, they were right, but I was spooked. That was, I think, Saturday night, where I was really like, what's wrong with me kind of thing. And they were trying to talk me off the ledge with the whole, you know. They probably have to talk about a thousand people off the ledge every day. I think you're right. Yeah, and so. there is a point to saying, like, you're not, it, you know, nothing's threatening your life. Like, you don't have the other symptoms that would make this seem like you're going to die. Or you need to come in, like, right the second. Like, blood in your urine or whatever. But I and really got know, annoyed. Yeah, go ahead. You know better than anyone. Your mom's a nurse. Right. Nurses are, like, the hardest working fucking ca- most caring. Yeah. You know, they're the ones doing everything. Doctors rolling in and out. Everyone else rolls in and out, yeah. but the nurse is there, and they're you know. they're on the front lines, like getting puked. They're on the on front and lines, whatever. and they're on the front lines of you telling you, like, "Hey, take it easy." Yeah, they gave they literally gave me. She gave me like a, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, take it easy," you know, like you know, you're okay, kind of thing. And I guess Dude, she's right, I heard this study that said that if you get shot like ten times or whatever. As long if you get to the hospital and your heart's beating, you're probably going to live. It's ninety five percent. I heard something like that too. Like it depends on you know, obviously not shot in the head, but like if you're shot in non vital areas where you're not going to bleed out on the way to the hospital, you're pretty much going to make it. Like so, when you hear these guys that get shot a couple times, you know it obviously there's a lot of factors like what kind of you know caliber gun we're talking about or whatever, whatever, but. Yeah, I, I heard the same thing. It's wild. And I would feel bad if I'm like, my tummy hurts. And there's a guy that's coming in like, ble- like I'm bleeding out. My, you know, I got shot in the chest. I'm like, well, I was next. My tummy was next. You know. Dude, I get like 19. I had a thing, a, you know, piece of glass fall on me. And I had a cut that was gruesome. But not at the end of the day. It was fine. Yeah. But 19 stitches, it took two and a half hours till I got in. Yeah, yeah. I, you know. Now they. They don't care. They I've know been to okay. the ER 
and unless you're literally going to drop dead in the in there they're taking anyone that's more serious first and that's why like when i played that jeff foxworthy thing that's the part that was real for me was when they uh, and i'll play it again just so you can hear it but they laugh like and they, and they immediately starts writing me a prescription for percocet and i'm and i'm like dude i don't take aspirin i'm not taking percocet <laughs> When that thing started moving, I'm eating Percocet like they're peanut M&M's. I went from being Dr. Oz to Keith Richards in about three seconds. Now, here's the part just I'm talking about. And, and if you have one, don't go to the, never go to the hospital because they Here. just laugh at you. One night, the Percocet didn't make a dent. And so I, I said to my wife, you got to take me to the hospital. And I get there, and the lady said, what's wrong with you? And I said, I have a kidney stone. Well, she kind of laughs. She's like, hmm. Well, you're going to be waiting a long time tonight, huh? Yep. And I said, no, ma'am, you don't understand. I said, I'm in the worst pain I've ever been in. She said, well, you just feel like you're going to die, but you're not. That's pretty much exactly what I got, except in other words. Like, I know it hurts a lot, but, you know, if you're not showing other symptoms, you're, pat. you know, it's okay. You're going to be okay. That's like getting a tattoo. I mean, I when I got a, I was like, dude, the color really hurts because they were doing color at that certain point. Yeah. And he just kind of was like, uh, yeah. Like they're I not, mean, there was no, they don't give a shit. Dude. Well, they and want, that, that one's your choice. Like I'm getting fucking, you know, Wolverine with one claw out stabbing into my fucking midsection <laughs> type pain. And I'm calling the lady like, I, this is the worst pain of my life. Maybe like my back is very close when it was blown out real bad, but this is probably worse. And she's like, I know, it's really bad, you know? And I'm like, mm, I'm gonna, mm, when I'm bitter, I'm going to kill you. So. That's a tough job. Yasik in the chat room is a nurse. I mean, I'm oh, sure Yassik he knows. No like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yasik says, if your heart stops in the hospital, you have a 17% chance of surviving the discharge. I read on uh, Reddit. Um, seventeen. That's not good, dude. And and that seventeen percent is is not including like the neurological damage that you're likely to to have. Um, even if you recover, like you're not, you know, seventeen percent isn't like you're skipping out of the hospital footloose and fancy free. Like a percentage of that seventeen is also jacked, you know, from having a stopped heart for a while. And there is a study done. That showed that most doctors, if their heart stopped, would choose not to be resuscitated because it ends up breaking ribs and fucking like all kinds of bad stuff. And the chance of coming back is low and the chance of coming back to like a full recovery is even lower. Not to fuck you out, uh, but it's not great. Yeah, he says not walking out alive. 70% chance of coming back alive. Not even walking out. So. The... The uh the movies and stuff always make it look like it's, you know, I got you. Because they, they give us a false sense of security with that shit. Like giving somebody chest compressions and they come back and all that stuff. But the reality is way, way worse. There, uh, the guy I was telling you about that had the kidney stones laid in the street. Mm-hmm. And that you met. He was an EMT for a while. Mm. And he said, yeah, you just cracking ribs. Yeah. You know, you're pushing on old people and their ribs yep. are all cracking. Yeah. They were saying, like, you know, you're pushing on someone's ribs that are, like, 80 years old and 
their cartilage is hardened up. You know what I mean? So you're just basically like shattering shit, like, you know, with their sternum and their ribs and whatever. Dislocating ribs, cracking ribs. It's not pretty. BGS's next topic, please. Okay. Understood. Understood. So for the record, I'm pretty sure I have. Kidney stones. Kidney stones. Kidney stones. Kidney stones. I got kidneys. You'll be okay. You'll make it through. Yeah, and I'm hoping that that's what it is because the alternatives are not, you know, could be something worse. Like kidney stones are generally not going to kill you. My uh, coworker. You'll wish um, you were dead. I can guarantee you that. You're going to wish you died. <laughs> but they're not going to kill you. And I feel for your coworker now, hearing about the laying in the street thing, because when no, I first got my first jolt, I was like, it, it feels like I, I don't know what it feels like to be stabbed, but that's what it feels like. No, one of, uh, another one had like a, all of a sudden there was a lump on her neck. Oh God. And then next thing you know, it was cancer and she's at Stanford, like getting all kinds of shit. Yeah. I mean, it can happen. You done. Well, I'm knocking on wood that this is all it is. I'm not saying this, you know, that's yeah, all yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, but you get, you know, something scary down there and it's like, fuck, you know? So, uh, yeah, let's move on. Chicken box mumps, measles, flus, gabies, tapeworms, boils, too, dark itch, dandruff, satisfies. I'm pretty sure I have this. All right. Let's move on to other things. Oh, I forgot to mention this, and I and I was gone last week uh, is when I really meant to mention it, but I wanted to mention my condolences to Susan Sprinkle and Chris uh, on losing Rusty, the cat, their cat. Uh, occasionally we would have funny stories about Rusty, or I'd read funny stories about Rusty on Twitter. So, my condolences to the pair of you uh, on losing Rusty the cat. Now, no, that's a terrible thing. Let's see. Uh, I think I'll play this next. <clears throat> so, back in the day, like Facebook was a thing, and Garth Brooks was a thing. Both, like they're both kind of. Still there, but At Garth the same Brooks time. less. Yeah, because like Facebook came out and Garth Brooks was like pretty big, you know. And so apparently, his handlers or someone um, told him like, "Hey, you got to put out like a Facebook video to your fans, you know, like talk to your fans." And uh, he put out a video that I don't know if it was um screened by anybody like so maybe he just put it out but it's fucking creepy as fuck when you listen to it now to me it is anyway this is garth brooks just talking to his fans and then i have another thing to play afterwards about this uh if you haven't heard this then listen to the creep factor well i guess it's official we're now on facebook i really wasn't sure about this at the start but then a friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense she said think of it more as a conversation I like that. But I'm already finding out on my own. So it's wiping the walls out between you and me. And I really like that. It allows us into each other's worlds, or I guess in my case, the hotel room. When I think about things I want to post, I want to post cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. But most of the stuff I'm going to post is going to be raw stuff like this. 
is just who I am. So if this is truly a conversation, then I say let the conversation begin. I guess I shouldn't say creepy is more cringy. You know what I mean? Oh, it's creepy. So then this guy found that uh, and then made a parody video where he's sitting on the toilet. Well, I guess it's official. I'm taking a shit. Really wasn't sure about this at the start, but a friend of mine said something to me that made all kinds of sense. She said, think about it as a conversation between the food and your digestive system. I like that. (laughs) And as I'm finding on my own, it's tearing down the walls between my ass and the sewer, and I really like that. It allows us into each other's lives, or in this case, the restroom. When I think about the kind of shits I want to take, I want to take big (laughs) shits, smooth shits. But most of the shits I'm going to take are just rough shits like this. This is just who I am. So if this is like an ass conversation, I say let the ass conversation begin. All right. Sometimes they're not funny. It's okay. We just acknowledge and we move on. Uh, I want to talk about the Jeopardy guy with Esta because we both watch him. Go ahead. Not with me. Well, I don't, you don't watch it much, do you? I mean, we'll talk about it with you, but I think Esta and I both have more knowledge of it because I, I watch it pretty regularly. I got my shit set to crush, record it. I would crush you two in trivia. I don't think you'd crush Esta. I'd crush both of you. I would push your heads together until it turned <laughs> into one p- little bumpkin head. I've been to trivia with Esta. You know that? Did you know that? I don't know why you have to he push has. a dagger into my neck. Because <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to like cross examine me for some reason. I don't understand. I've been to trivia with Esta and I've watched him succeed. And he's very good. Okay. I've not been to trivia with you. So you don't even know what I could do. Eh, I've heard you do we trivia do here. And I've won I dude, I've won everything I've ever touched. That's not true. <laughs> And yes. you've never played Esta either. So I haven't played Esta, no. He's played me. He's beat me actually on some of those things. That's right. Real man Esta. Now let's now we'll put some money on it. If you get I look, it, uh you put in British Royal History, yeah, we got a problem. But <clears throat> aside from that. Uh okay. I'd like to Although, see you in Esta. Yeah. Today's first... advantage is he he uh Overly brings confident. in like two words into the question in real trivia you can't do that <laughs> in real jeopardy you can't do that uh and i'm yeah this anyway this guy on jeopardy caused me to like to take a deeper dive on how it all operates and the the lights and shit like that like he reads the question trebek reads the question there's a guy mm-hmm. sitting next to him with a little switch and when he stops talking, the guy flicks the switch and the contestants see lights come on that tell them that they can signal. They can chime in. And and if they hit it before that light goes up, they get locked out for a very small por- portion of time. Quarter of a second. So they can't just, yeah, they just can't, you know, slam the button. Right. As soon as they know it, they have to wait for the light and kind of time it. And this guy, one of his major... Well, why is that bad? If you know it before everyone knows it. Well, let him you... fucking fail or let him hit it. 
Well, it doesn't, it just sort of, uh, I like the idea of everyone being able to chime in at the same time, I guess. You can't chime in as soon as he starts talking. You can't, though. I mean, well, you can't, I understand what you're saying. The reason I think they do it is because the show is for the audience, and the audience wants yeah. the whole question read. If you're going to put in a bunk-ass question where anyone can get it, if I could guess what the question is, then you don't deserve to make questions. Well, there was, let's see, what else happened? There was a guy that was, was he deaf? Or was he blind that played? Oh, that I didn't know. He must have been deaf because he had some special way to, like, fence. Get okay. it. But anyway. Don't you do it. Um, what am I no. doing? I just typed in the chat room. No, I was just going to say, you do a, a deaf voice. I just, oh, no, I'm not. Whatever you want to do. Don't do that. That wasn't voted as my highest uh, voice. <laughs> and you're the only one that I probably voted for that shit. Sick fuck. I did <laughs> No one votes for that. Uh, but anyway, this guy is ripping ass all over Jeopardy. Just ripping it up. The motherfucker goes for the thousands first. Like the he goes for the most expensive questions first. And he bounces around so he doesn't do like top to bottom one category ever. He'll go a thousands across the board. And he puts those people into such shell shock early that he rolls out of like the round one of Jeopardy with a huge fucking bankroll. And then he just you know, it's like the lions. He just tears the shit out of everybody. Everyone within his domain. And when he gets to the fucking uh, daily doubles where, he, you know, where he can bet money, he fucking bets his entire bankroll, like, most of the time. He goes all in. He's a professional gambler. Yep. Uh, from Vegas. Okay. And the guy's got some balls. And he doesn't fuck and around. He, he'll have... If he's winning pretty big towards the end, then he won't go all in. But yeah, in in the first round, if he hits that daily double, he's all in. He's smart about it. Like he won't go all in like late in the second half of the game, where if he lost everything, he would lose. He'll do it when it's still early. And I watched him go all in and miss and go back to zero while other got the two other contestants were at like three thousand, four thousand. Then he just fucking rattles the shit out of everything and hits the next like 16 questions in a row until he's up again. It's crazy. There is um I read an article and they they interviewed Ken Jennings, the the guy that won like 74 in a row. And they also do stats on all these guys. And his answer, like when he rings in, uh what's the name of the guy asked? I I don't even have it on my thing. Um this guy that's or look it up or whatever, but uh, something Hobblehauser or yeah, yeah, yeah. He when cheap. he rings in his uh win percentage of getting that question right is ninety seven point something. So if he rings that buzzer, there's a ninety seven percent chance he's going to get that question right if he gets in. I mean, right. it's just crazy. Uh, it's like it? even Ken Jennings was just like, "This guy's a fucking machine," you know. I mean, I'm behind on him, but. From after the last one I saw, he's had he now has like the four highest dollar yeah. winnings. Like of all of ever. every day of a, of the best day of anyone in Jeopardy, he's holding I think either four or the or maybe now the top five of all time. Maybe more, yeah. And um, he Ken Jennings is the longest one, and I think he went seventy four days, and he had like two point five million I think at the end of that time. 
this guy's going to hit that number, it, you know, if he keeps winning in like half the amount of days. Because uh, he's he's winning like, you know, I think one of his highest was like 130,000 in a day kind of thing. Right. It's it, and I mean, I know it's boring. Like you guys don't watch Jeopardy or whatever. Don't you know, whatever. Don't give a shit. I'm just telling you, go watch this guy one night and watch. Just watch him. Just just fucking rip the shit out of the whole thing. And <laughs> the funny thing is, is like he goes into like a like a robot mode where he's answering and Trebek kind of tries to put in like a little joke after the question. You know, he gives the answer or Trebek tries to say something. And Trebek's like, that's right. That sure was. And he's like, German philosophy for a thousand. Like he stomps on him, like stomps on <laughs> Trebek talking, like shut up, old man. Like I got to fucking get my money. Like I'm here to get my money. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. And the other thing I, I read was, um, they have to add in more banter and pauses because he answers so fast and he answers so yes. many it fucks up right. the the the, the show quickly <laughs> yeah the show would the show would only be like 25 minutes instead of a half an hour so they got to add in some shit to like pad it out because the guy's fucking machine so it's pretty fascinating he's pretty fucking good yeah well it's a it's a it's a math problem for that guy like he's not he knows he can win that shit. It's so weird because there's usually at least like one or two topics where somebody's like, it, it's just not their shit, you know? So right. like, mm-hmm. like there's one that was like ballet and I'm like, okay, maybe this is going to fuck him up. Nope. He fucking <laughs> went right down the thing. And like, I'm like, are you crazy? Like starts it with the, the hardest question on ballet and he just nails it. And you can, the other photographic memory, right? Uh, that for sure. Something. And he reads and reads a lot and all this shit. But uh, the other fun thing to watch is just slowly watch the other two people, their eyes kind of drop and just sort of get (laughs) lulled into like this weird despair of like, oh, Jesus, like this is, I I don't have it. I swear, like one of the ladies, like after he had doubled his thing again and the game was pretty much done at that point, she was like, you know, tears in her eyes. Yeah, like, <laughs> how do I get out of this? You know, because all of your family's watching too. You know, when you're on there, right. and no, when he think ends, this is the best day of their life. Yeah, like and it's like <laughs> I made it to Jeopardy. Like I'm gonna go have a rousing game with some intellectuals, and then he at the end he's at like seventy eight thousand dollars, and you're at like fifteen hundred, and you're just like, God damn it! Like I just got my poop pushed in by this guy. Like. And he's he is very robotic. Like he's got a very weird smile. He's got a, a sm- like he does not know how to smile at all. No, <laughs> he like does the little kid like hi, I'm smiling, but it's just kind of scary showing your teeth type of smile. He, okay, Understood. to yeah, give you yeah. a visual, he goes from like no teeth, do your no teeth like wide smile, like a really wide mm, like like smile. Go from that to like max teeth almost. Like ah, <laughs> ah like a like a ah. So they'll you'll you'll see him like uh this is Jeopardy, you know, our returning champion, and he'll have like the no teeth smile, and they'll show him, and then they'll say his name, and they'll say how much money, and he'll go from no teeth to like, you know, one million two hundred and fifty thousand, and he goes, ah, like the teeth. <laughs> And it's like, God damn it, dude, that might be a lizard man. Like, I could peel his skin back, and there's a lizard in there. He's pretty Crazy. young, too. Yeah, it's in his How 30s, young? I think. Like, How old? 30s? Yeah. I'd say early 30s. 
Uh-huh. Say like under 35, 30 to 35 tops. And he's got a wife and at least one kid, I think. So, you know, whatever. But also he has gone on, like there's a, some article I saw where he's been on a bunch of other game shows. Yeah. So it's not like the only, something else. Yeah. I Do you think was. that like Dupus could be that guy? <laughs> you think Dupus has a secret? He has not shown to me that he could be that way. Does he have <laughs> any kind of intelligence? But there might be something. I know he designed. What is he designed? Trucks or whatever. His so thing. No, 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 no. Mechanical he, genius. No, he's just running around on that AutoCAD fucking release twenty five or whatever. <laughs> He's not doing shit. The thing with this guy is it's his breadth of knowledge. And you 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 instantly say, okay, well, he can memorize facts and, you know, various things like that. But he also knows pop culture. He knows, like, stuff that you wouldn't find in a textbook or a library. You know, like, movies and sports and you know like sport like sports trivia like old sports trivia how the fuck do you you know i don't know it's crazy the guy's got Ooh. the guy's got like playing, a wild uh, breath of knowledge what do you call it trivia what's that game that's uh you know everyone has trivial pursuit high, trivial high, pursuit high pieces yeah trivial pursuit trivial pursuit i would probably steer away from the baseball right but he knows those and he'll fucking, you know, and then he, you'll be like, oh, he's not going to get this. And he'll blast out like, you know, who is Cardi B or something? You're like, really? Like, <laughs> you don't fucking know that. You don't listen to that. You know, it's it's wild to watch this guy go. So if you haven't checked it out, I just check it out once just to see, like, you know, what this fuck fucking guy's up to because he's crazy. It's at the point right now, like I just can't imagine anybody beating him. Right, I'm I'm the same way, and and I've read different things How about the shows? money. Right now, I want to say he's at about like fifteen to twenty. Probably, yeah, somewhere in there. Somewhere yeah, in there. Someone like could go three weeks past twenty shows. Well, no one's gotten even close. Like, yeah, I don't think any of the games have been even remotely close. Like he's he's just dominated every single person. Like just dominated. Okay, spare me, whatever. But when? How can I watch the next one? Uh, for us, if you have cable, they're on channel. They're on ABC, Channel Seven. ABC at I think seven o'clock. Uh, and you, it's you know, like a whatever. show that they put on at a certain hour. It's on ABC. Well, I'm saying for us, like for other places, it might be on a different time. But for us, it's ABC at seven. That's what I know. And I know I'm home by then. And I'm not like sitting, staring at the TV necessarily, but maybe I'm making dinner. Maybe I'm walking around, but I'm listening. And I'm just like, holy shit, this guy is just fucking. I blame Esta because Esta got me into it. <laughs> it's your fault. But it's entertaining. And and it does make you question, like, how are they going to get this guy out of here? Because. No one's going to want to watch this show a year from now if this guy's still... <laughs> right, exactly. You know? Like, what happens if he just doesn't stop? And and there's a monetary consideration, too, because I think the average amount is like 20 grand that a person wins. Sometimes higher, sometimes lower. But this guy's like... I think his average is about 70000 right now. Yeah. So he's costing them like more than three times the average every day that he wins. 
And so, you know, I know it's sustainable because probably more people are watching, but it's just a trip watching this guy go. What's um, Trebek worth? I don't know, but he gets paid te- $10 million a year, I think. Mm-hmm. So I think this guy's earning more than Alex yeah, per show is. right now. I did read that. <laughs> he's wor- he's earning more than Trebek is per show. Uh, Trebek's worth $50 million right now. But his, For 20 like, years of work, that's not that high. Well, he wasn't making that much until more recent years where it was like, you know, you don't want this show if I bounce. Like, everyone's going to be pissed at you if you fire me. So now he's making $10 a year. Understood. But if you're Alex motherfucking Trebek, you'd think you'd have $100 million. But you know what, though? They film a week in a day, and they do two days uh, a week. And then I think they take two weeks off. So the guy works two days. He works four days a month is what he works. Dude, look at a fucking uh, fireman. They don't work for shit. Well, they work three more day, than four days, three days a month. Three days a week. They lay around three days a week. Well, yeah, but they, they have to be there 24 hours a day. So they're, yeah. you know, it's a different For three story. days. And they're washing the truck and shit. Trebek flies in. He does eight hours a day, maybe if that. And then he does that for two days in a row. And he comes back in another two weeks. like. And he's getting 10 mil a year for that. You know, give me that. Trebek's hella smart, though. He isn't, though. Like, that, I think, is a fallacy. He's a smart guy. But everyone thinks just because Trebek's hosting the show, he could beat everybody on the show. And I don't think that shit's true. I don't know if he could beat everybody, but he certainly knows a lot. He's smart. He, he would he'll beat say the shit, shit out of many. He'll say some weird background shit, like, that can't possibly be written on the question. I well, and he's got his thing. Like, he if loves, somebody gets it wrong, they're like, "Oh no, that you're thinking of this." He, well, yeah, but I think part of that comes with hosting the show for fucking hosting years, the show. But, but still, but he also has his interests. Like, if it's something French, he's he knows it. Like, and he pronounces it. He'll correct people on not pronouncing it with a French accent. <laughs> I've yeah. heard him do that. But to say that the guy, I mean, I don't, you know, could he be on Jeopardy? Probably, but I don't think he would. You know, I think an average person could knock him off. He's average a smart guy. person, fuck no, dude. You got to be pretty fucking smart to get on Jeopardy. Like it would be interesting for sure to see how good he would. I read a um that same article that had Ken Jennings in it. He was saying like by the time you have to do like three different things, different rounds, whatever, and some people wait for years to get on. But by the time you're on Jeopardy, they filter it so much that every single person on there knows. North of 85 to 90% of the questions that are on the board. And the rest comes down to being nervous and timing with the buzzer and how you bet. Because uh, everyone on there is generally pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Just just based on, like, how many tests you have to go through and shit. Dude, now, I saw... Oh, you know him, too. Hmm. I know a guy who was on Wheel of Fortune. No, no, no. That's where the idiots go. No, no. Price is right. Where you oh, run okay. down the stairs. Okay. He showed me a video of that, and then he did, I don't know. This is the most horrible human I've ever met. Okay? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get at. Price I could is not, luck, yeah. Yeah, I blow myself up like a fucking Taliban before I hang out with that fucking guy. No, you, oh, I know who it is. I know who it is. Now. You do. You do. I, I figured it out. And I and I actually stopped going to a specific bar, I think, because of that guy. Like, he would always be there, and he fucking wanted my number to hang out. 
I'm like, this is weird. Huh? <laughs> like, I don't want to give you my number. Uh, but you want to see some, 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 no offense if you've been on it, but some idiots, then you watch Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune is, I can't, I can't. Well, it's not, it's not the same as, well, Wheel of Fortune is one thing. It's, uh, I'd say a step up from Price is Right. Yeah, well, Price is Right is literally no filter. Uh, and right. I've heard Wheel of Fortune, like, sometimes there's execs that will try and hit on hot chicks, and they'll meet them in bars and just be like, hey, you want to be on Wheel of Fortune? Type of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And they'll give them, and they'll give them a card and bang them and put them on the show. But I'm watching Wheel of Fortune because they're both right next to each other. Jeopardy, I think, and then Wheel of Fortune is the next one after for us on our cable. And I I can't come from Jeopardy where I'm actually trying to challenge myself with questions that I don't know to Wheel of Fortune where, like, the answer's Wonder Bread and the D's missing and the chick's like, can I get a Z? And I'm like, you I can't watch this. Uh, it's difficult. Let's see. What else do we got? This ha- we have this story about once a year, once every other year. And this is just head on a swivel type of shit. You see. For who? For everybody. Just if you live in a house, I should say, I'll preference it. I'll say. If you live in a house. Well, if you live in an apartment. <laughs> a lot of people, yeah. If you live in an apartment, right. I don't think you're, you have to worry about this. Uh, but if you live in a, in a condo, maybe, but if you live in a single, like a single family structure, especially like, I don't want to give it away, but you, you want to watch out for this. Just keep an eye. Just look at what's going on in your environment. Okay. I feel that this is going to affect me for the rest of my life. This woman will never be the same. We're not using her name or showing her face to protect her identity, but she did share what happened to her. I had an intuition about it, but I ignored it. I I brushed it aside. I didn't want to seem paranoid or, you know, and you never think this will happen to you, but I should have trusted my instinct because I was right. For the last three weeks, she says she saw signs inside her Brighton Heights home that someone else might be living there. She was afraid it was her ex-boyfriend, Carrie Kakuzzi. The first sign was the toilet seat in her bathroom. Nobody in my home uses the bathroom that way, uh, and I didn't have any visitors. So I just thought, gosh, is this guy in my house? This is so strange. The second sign was this blanket she found in a corner of her basement where no one ever went. I knew that blanket had not been there before. I knew it. But what could I do? I already had the PFA against him. I can't call the police and say there's a blanket in my basement. She did have an active PFA against Kakuzi, but on Saturday night, she found him standing in the middle of her bedroom, and he grabbed her by the face, and she fought him off. She ran outside screaming, and six neighbors called 911. She's so thankful her two daughters weren't home this weekend, but she also feels incredibly violated and worries about what might happen when Kakuzi gets out of jail. He did not respect the PFA. Who knows what could have happened? Tonight, because he is still in the Allegheny County Jail, he told police that he's been homeless off and on for the last couple of years. Reporting live outside of Zone 1 Police tonight, I'm Courtney Brennan for Channel 11 News. It's a guy living in your attic. That's what you got to watch out for. (laughs) (laughs) Once a year, I'll stumble on one of those. And it's, it's always interesting. Like, 
how long do you think you could go? Because some of them are like a long time. Like there was a guy that was in there for months. <laughs> they finally caught him by setting up a camera at night. Because the only thing they would realize is they they would wake up and um, they would think like, that's not the same amount of milk that was in the milk carton when I went to bed. Shit like that. You know what I mean? And they're like, I don't know how it's happening. And then, you know, they see the video and there's a dude like coming out of the the vent for the heat or something <laughs> from the ceiling and dropping down and then like going through the fridge and his boxers at like three in the morning and making himself like a bowl of cereal and whatever and then crawling back up into his, his area. Uh, so just keep an eye out for that kind of shit. Could be you. Yeah, yeah. King Tyler III says, last guy I noticed the orange juice was getting lower. <laughs> I love that stuff. King Tyler III says, why are people always living in other people's houses? How long do you think you could you could make it? In, in an somebody address? else's house? How much we get? Okay. Well, no, no, no. It's not a money thing. Well, it could be a money thing. Like, you'd have to be unnoticed. But here's here's the story. You're in their attic, but you've got like a nice flat place to sleep, a sleeping bag, you know, maybe a couple of other blankets you can bunch up so you can sit and hang out. And you got your, you've got their internet and you've got your iPad or your laptop or your, in your phone and a way to charge them. Like you can tap into their power up there. And then at night you have to sneak down and eat their food to survive. Maybe you have to pee in a jug and then bring that down or whatever. You know, how long could you do it if you had to do it? Ugh, I don't know. 17 years. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you aren't working. You could game. You could have like a little computer, laptop at least. You could game on there. And just just live. Just like literally like a leech or like a lamprey or a barnacle. You know what I mean? On their house. It depends on the your situation. Like if you can, uh, of course, that time. I'm assuming like you've got no kids, no wife, no nothing. Like you're completely, you know, you basically are literally like a barnacle, like just sucking the juice out of somebody else's life. I don't think that's uh, exactly negative. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Everyone has their place right i mean i'm not i don't think it's a good idea and i'm not into it but you know it's a weird like i wonder if you could live in a uh hmm. oh like It'll a pen like a single person that travels for work constantly right and and it's very could, wealthy so they have nice shit and like and maybe, you could just hang out while they're gone. But could you, I wonder if you could be more like a parasite where like you actually provide some sort of positive thing to the host somehow. Like, you know, like a, like a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how there's those fish that have like another fish, like cling on to them. Right. Or do something. Talking about know. a clownfish and a sea anemone. That's a good example. Yeah. You're a clownfish. I'm not anything in your little fantasy. You're a fruity little clownfish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. 
<laughs> you're wiggling your little clownfish tail. Uh, no, I don't know. I just, I, I always like, I'm fascinated by those kind of stories. And this one's fucked up. It's like her ex and he was abusive and it's terrible and all this stuff. But I'm always fascinated by the like, you go about your day, you know, dum de dum off to work. Ah, back home, time to watch that weird guy on Jeopardy and eat my lean cuisine or whatever the fuck you're eating. <laughs> and the whole time, there's a guy that's like ha- making his life in your, you know, you're paying his power, you're paying his water, you're paying his, you know, he's just, whatever. Chat room is like, let's see. King Tower Third says every Tuesday they notice the internet gets slower for a few hours. Uh, Swang Tong said I caught I get caught immediately snoring at night. Fen and Esta would be caught as well. Uh, that's probably true. If I use the right kind of pillow, I don't snore. Let's see, me too. If I that use kind like of pillow a pillow, is called <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. called your mom's <laughs> pillows or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> your mom's boobs. Uh, oh, what's the right kind of pillow? Uh, I use a neck pillow, like the same kind you'd use to fly in a plane. For your normal pillow? Well, in addition to, uh, and it keeps me, it keeps my, uh, it keeps me from snoring or from having. You don't know if you're snoring when you're asleep. No, I I can tell because it keeps me from having any sort of apnea or whatever because that will wake me up. It wakes me up. Because you sleep with a neck pillow, psychopath. No, if I prop my <laughs> head up a certain amount, it, it or if I sleep on my side, I don't uh, snore, and I don't have any app. Dude, you can't say you don't snore if you're not awake to uh, realize it. It wakes me up otherwise. And I know, but you me. have no idea what you're doing uh, in between those times. All right. To say that you do is insane. Well, I appreciate your cross-examination. I will. <laughs> I'm going to take that, and I'm going to pull it in real tight to me. Hold it to my chest. And then I'm going to move back and forth with my arms like I'm hugging myself. Say, so I'm going to take that tonight, and I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to wake up a new man. Maybe I'll record myself tonight. Oh. Do we have a Boston update to do? Well, I found the Cali one mixer. Hold on, I'm well. Go ahead, you go ahead. I'm I'm looking for things because I didn't think about it before. Well, you did think about it earlier. Uh, well, I didn't think about this. It's the Catalina fucking wine mixer. Now I have that, Sorry. but I have the Boston music on the board somewhere, and that I gotta find. It's the Catalina fucking wine mixer. This is a fucking Catalina wine mixer. It's the Catalina fucking wine mixer. The Catalina have you guys lo- Catalina wine looked mixer. at the? Have you guys well, looked at the reviews for Step Brothers? Oh, they're terrible. <laughs> it's not. not. It's not good. No, they're terrible. Hmm. I was trying to find my backup music. Like fifty-five percent. <laughs> No, it's not, you know what, and it's not really one of those movies where I would go to someone and say, dude, you have to watch this. It's amazing. It's so good. 
Right. You know, I just kind of like, well. Not so good, but it's got some, it's got a lot of good shit on it. It's more of like a collection of good sketches than a good movie, you know? Sure. You know, there's good, like, a good three-minute bit that they do, and then another good, like, four-minute bit over here. That's kind of. There was a couple of things that kind of fell flat for me, too, in there. Sure. Not everything's great. Like the sleepwalking. (laughs) <laughs> it's a little weird. I agree. That's like weird. that was just kind of like okay. If I didn't sleepwalk, I would probably say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but it just looked fake. Is it, oh, it's super fine. fake. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, they're trying to do is sleepwalking. You tried to do it. <laughs> oh, I. Can it was do just. It. it was over the top. Like okay, come on. I think everyone knows that I can do it. <laughs> Naked. Yeah. I mean, that's something to think about. But now I got your more than a feeling Boston music. Okay. You want to tell us about uh, it? Yeah, so I've been searching and what do you call it? What do you call it when you have ideas and you're trying to juggling them? Jostling them. <laughs> I got some jostle. Jostle. Jeez. Uh, anyway, I. So, I looked all around. I looked at the fucking Cheers bar. I looked at the... I looked at a bar right in the Fenway Park. I looked at everyone. I, I emailed some. I talked to some. I called hella places. Okay, don't think that this is a choice based on no thought process. But it is. The county wine mixer will be at the landing. Okay. It's on the it's on the pier. It's called the landing. I think. It's open. It, uh, it's like an outdoor. I like so that. So when it gets, it's all outdoor. It's the size of a football field. It looks like, and it says it has good service. Everyone's running around, and you can wander around and do whatever the fuck you want. Um, and it's right on the dock. We can watch the water in the Boston, and we can listen to people do whatever, talk funny, and they have funny <laughs> drinks. And they, and last of all, I'm gonna, I will guarantee you, little finger sandwiches. Oh yeah. Okay, I will handle it. It won't be as good, maybe not as good as Daffy Man's, but I'm gonna. I promise you, little finger sandwiches, dude. Doesn't matter how it happens. Those little finger sandwiches last time, it's like saved everybody's ass. I don't think I. I don't think I'm overstating it when I say that was like. Such a big move. Like, we had... I don't know if you've seen pictures, you guys listening at home, but... I don't know, like a hundred finger sandwiches? Maybe more? I don't know how many. Like, four different kinds? No, there was hundreds. There was hundreds. There's a picture of your face that has the biggest smile on it. (laughs) It looked like... Not even the biggest smile, but it looked like... uh, 
like a six-year-old meeting Mickey Mouse at Disneyland. You know, there was like a glow to your face when you were presented with this big tray of finger sandwiches. Because I remember you were the one that gave like that speech about, look, not for nothing, but I'm making a demand and I want finger sandwiches. When I'm talking <laughs> finger sandwiches, it was crust cut off, like stick your pinky out and have yourself. And there was like cucumber sandwiches, which is like, you know, fancy pants, mm-hmm. whatever. All the way down to like PBs and J, you know, PBs and J. No, no, PB I will. J. I'll make them all myself if I have to, but I plan on having that prepared, not by me. Not that it's gonna be one of you guys. I'm gonna fucking get it done, <laughs> dude. Exxon Malcolm just showed a picture of one of the drinks at the landing, and it looks like a five gallon aquarium, like a huge <laughs> drink. They have aquarium it, drinks. We, I thought that for you. Like I was like, this guy would like this. I'm gonna drink. <laughs> I'm gonna drink that five gallon blue drink <laughs> with ice in it. But it's all outdoors, dude. We can all hang out. If it gets cold, we'll go to somewhere else. No, we'll I like know. it. I, I just like looked it. up. They added some new fireplaces. So no, it's gonna be warm. Plus the uh, it will it should be sunny. We'll start early, four or five. Uh, we'll get there. It's a huge fucking place. There's no, we don't have to stand behind a curtain or whatever. We're going to fucking go in there and jam it. And then they're going to see how we do things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred percent in, but I just want to make a couple double checks. Number one double check is we have to I ask called them, them already. If we, can we bring our own food in? That's a big check. I called them already. There's no answer because it's automated. Now, listen, (laughs) it's automated. You know, I can talk to someone. I'll bring my own food in. Let me do it. I got it. Okay. Okay. Because we had to check with that at the, that wasn't even the cattle. Well, I guess it was the Kellyan. Was it the Kellyan wine mixer with the, uh, in, in Austin? Because there was a bar that we couldn't bring food in and we went next door and we could bring food in. And that was whatever. We went in a speakeasy. Yeah, we went in a speakeasy where you have to have a code to get in, but they were straight up like, you know, we love you guys, but you can't bring food in here. But they literally were also owned by the bar next door, which was not a speakeasy. And they're like, dude, if you want to bounce over there, you can bring food in. We're like, okay, cool. So I would say food in is a big thing. And then just making sure we have, we'll have space like to, to roll in, you know, whatever, 30 deep or however many people we have. Dude, I know that, uh, XM Malcolm coined, you know, he got the corner on the, not my first rodeo material, but I'm saying it's not my first rodeo. I'm with you. This will be fucking dialed in. Okay. Got it. And that's the last I'm going to even, you know, the last I'm going to even worry about it because I know you got it. Yeah, you. I feel like a baby bird in a warm nest. I'm, com- I'm yeah. content. Protect you. Where I'm going. Yeah, I like it. Sounds good to me. So that's your uh, Boston update, people. Yeah, we got a we got a place. We're and... locked in for that. And then next thing is Shane brunch. We got. I got to figure that out. That's okay. nice. Got it. Uh, thank you, Stotan, for 500 bits. Good to hear from you, Stotan. By the way, good to see you. Hey, and the last. Uh, 
Shame Brunch was pretty fucking amazing. Dude, the last Shame Brunch it was, it was, was fantastic. I don't fantastic. know. Fantastic. Uh, who did that? Yeah, who did that? <laughs> but that was that? crazy. Was that Sprinkle? It might have been. I don't know. I want to say, all I know is that the last Shame Brunch was, first of all, it's buffet style, which is dope. Uh, Make Your Own Bloody Marys, which was dope. And Live Band, which was awesome. And they pulled Aubrey T up, and Aubrey T sang with the band. Okay? <laughs> that was pretty Try and, you know, if you can think of a better Shame Brunch than that, I, you know, you're welcome to it. Because that was about as good as it gets. And we're sitting really there. Our tables were sitting there right in front of the band, like not like, you know, put your foot on the stage, but far enough back where you could talk and hang out, but staring at the band, like having we were a in good it, old dude. time. We're in the mix. Right in the mix. And like 15 feet away from pick up your plate and go to the buffet, which was a badass breakfast buffet, like good food and shit. It was good. So, um, I ate the bacon. That's right. And Esta <laughs> had bacon. Like, whole bacon. He ate bacon solo. <laughs> you know? Well, he doesn't like it mixed with things and wrapped around things. Well, he doesn't like bacon solo. Unless That's it's true. really good bacon. Dude, you're the obsessed. Uh... I'm on it. <laughs> He's on it. He's like, uh, fucking, no. like data. Hold on. I got <laughs> <laughs> Let me look it up. <laughs> Just looking for the <laughs> intro. I have the uh I'm very close right now. <laughs> Come on. The problem was I spelled it wrong the first time. <laughs> this, you, I have the okay, here we go. Uh I have the, the mu I'm gonna start you with the music. Here's the intro now. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Can't eat bacon solo. I'm doing well, thank you. But I just want to tell you how I'm feeling. Coming up, it's going to be interesting. Chill out, people. Obsessed. I don't know, it's it's kind of... It's different. It'll get there. Obsessed. I think it's a little overblown but I do like it. It seems bad at first, but it, it's getting better and better. Obsessed. I can't eat bacon solo. <laughs> I can't just eat bacon or I can't eat anything wrapped in bacon either. Obsessed. As a kid, uh, my brother poked me in the eye and scratched my finger, <laughs> so I got to wear a patch for a while. Obsessed. See, if I had like a sauna, I would just go sit in a sauna. That doesn't mean I want to go poke one out. Obsessed. Yeah, that's what it definitely sounds like at the moment. It'll be interesting to see how it, how long it takes us. Obsessed. It's kind of amusing. You have a. You're still working on another obsessive, probably with your notebook, Alan. Dude, I got plenty. Uh, we'll, shit. We'll have to do a new one soon. Snap your dick off. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't want that. Listen, I got enough problems going on. I don't need my dick snapped. Off. <laughs> Ew, might be. Might, might help. Listen to the segments. <laughs> snap your dick off. They were like, maybe you, maybe you already passed a stone. 
And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, my monster donkey dick. You know, it was like a sack of marbles being dumped on the floor. No big deal. Pass the stone. Oh, I forgot one other thing. Uh, uh, before we go to um, phone calls and emails, which we'll have to blast through because we're late because we talked a lot. Uh, Coachella. Coachella just ended. Uh-huh. There's a big, and you might, you guys might have heard this, maybe not, but check it out. Cases of herpes are up, way up in Southern California. That's according to a website that diagnoses and treats the STD. Herp alert says the spike came after the Coachella Music Festival, which wrapped up last weekend. The new cases were reported in areas including the Coachella Valley, Los Angeles, and San Diego. Between the two weekends of Coachella, I guess this is a website, Herp Alert, tallied up to 250 cases per day. It's a record. Herpes. 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 Well, so like this website, I think, is one of those ones where you can um, get herpes medication without going to the doctor because it's too embarrassing. So you do like your symptoms and maybe you talk to a doctor on the phone and they give you a prescription or whatever. But I think it was like LA's normal number is like 12 a day or, you know, 15 a day or whatever. And then Coachella happens and it's like 272 a day or something. (laughs) It's like, holy shit, dude. You're going to Coachella and getting herpes, herpes. Take it easy. Um, okay. Phone calls, emails, ready? Got to happen. Mm-hmm. Shut the ready? fuck up. You ready? DJ is about to see. Ready? Oh my god. I, you know, I'm not sure the clip I sent you, so fuck it. Let's just do it. It's time for email. <laughs> Got it. And Golden God standing in front of me. Oh my God! <laughs> I can't even believe that just happened. I just had fifty people call me a douche in person. I'm I'm all of a sudden pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
Okay. Okay. <laughs> you can go out. You Very can good. go party. And you can drink. And you can come home with two toes missing. Kidney yeah. stones. Where to begin? <clears throat> I missed doing the show last week. I do miss it. Uh, oh, this breaks my heart. This is from Zan. I don't know what I'm going to do, frankly. I don't know which is worse, this or kidney oh. stones. This is bad. I know. Maybe you know not. what this is? Okay. Apparently, NBC is making strides to take the office off of Netflix in 2021. Oh, that's fine. How is it fine? It's not fine for me. It'll be on another thing, and you can get it there. Well, how do I pay for that? I don't want to pay for that. Be NBC streaming that they want to do. They're going to do another. Yeah, yeah I'm not NBC paying. NBC streaming. Dude, don't. Don't. <clears throat> don't make me do something. Go where you want to go. You go where you want to go. Don't go where you don't want to go. Did you don't. see the the thing? It's the number one watched show. Oh, I got stats. Like, you want some stats? Offices. You ready for some stats? Uh, people have streamed 40 billion minutes of The Office on Netflix. According to Nielsen data covering the 12 months that ended this past July, Netflix users during that span watched The Office for 45.8 billion minutes. Pardon me for the double. Uh, they have NBC, according to this report, has apparently begun talks to pull The Office from Netflix once the licensing contract expires in 2021. According to the Wall Street Journal's report, eight of the ten shows people spent the most time watching on Netflix last year in the U.S. were reruns of old favorites. Uh, obviously, like The Office, Parks and Recreation, and Friends. And others, of course. But that those are in the top ten. That's, that's how people are spending... Now, listen to this. Non-original library programming, in quotes, meaning like shows that Netflix didn't create, like The Office make up 72% of the minutes people spend watching Netflix as of October. Uh, that means reruns and most of them are made by Netflix rivals. So <clears throat> Netflix is scrambling. Wanna, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. I don't want to stomp on your whatever, but I wore uh, I'm, I wore a office shirt today and someone was like, I love your shirt. And then the I've worn a uh, office shirt Dunder, or I've seen people wearing Dunder Mifflin shit all over, like different countries and shit. Dude, I saw a guy with that shirt just last week. Like the like, Dunder Mifflin Dunder t-shirt? Mifflin paper it's yeah. 10 years since that shit went off the air. <laughs> it's huge, dude. Uh, I watched it trying to fall asleep last night with fucking C-3PO trying to stab me in the fucking guts while I'm watching it. <laughs> <clears throat> I watch it almost every night, almost every night to fall asleep. No, people say, I had a grocery lady was like, do you like the office? And I was like, yes, I do. But she was like, no, no. You really like it. Do like, I like, like, it. like it. <laughs> yes. Like, do you? And I was like, yeah, I think I do. I don't, you know, but I do. I guarantee I've watched more office than anyone. And I don't no, even mean that no, in a no, weird no. way. Like, no, no, no. I mean, you're talking to, <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not getting an office fight with you, but I'm with you. I've watched a shitload of The Office, like pretty much every night. I'll just put it on for the last decade. Yeah. It's not even a big deal. 
I, no, I don't no, no. even like it that much. It's I mean, a big <laughs> deal if they take it off of Netflix. I would have to, cons- you know, I've got some shit to think about. You know what I mean? Like things to think yeah. about. Well, I'm moving on. Because I'm not, on. I'm not, no, no. I need The Office. I need it. I follow The Office is what I'm saying. Oh, you mean, you, would you, see, he here's, would, would you dump Netflix? Uh, I leave Netflix. If you, if they, you know. All I'm telling Netflix is, it. if NBC wants to yank The Office, you better fucking do what that Jeopardy guy does and push all your chips in on keeping the office because you're going to be fucked. If if I have any, you know, just judging from what I know about other people who around me watch the office, it's a big deal. Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck it up. And if Netflix is going to not be able to get it because NBC is starting their own bullshit, like $5 a month to watch your shitty NBC shows. Guess what? I'm putting on a fucking eye patch. And I'm saying, you know what it's I mean? the only reason I, I have it in Netflix, honestly. Dude, it's 90% of the reason. I can't. I'm not saying the only, but, but, um, well, totally forgot what I was Except Malcolm say. says, just lie in bed and close your eyes. If you want it? Just go to sleep. That's the same with getting a guy off pills or whatever. Just don't take him anymore. Why don't you just relax and stop taking those pills? God, what do I search for to find that clip? Which one? The one where you lie in bed. Just lie in bed and go to sleep. Have we tried lying in bed? It's Coach Dirk or something. Coach? It's what did I name it is the problem. Oh, wait, wait. I, I could probably do this. Riku used to watch that guy. I think this is it. This has got to be it. I just I haven't, I haven't slept in uh, about four days. How come? I mean, how come? <laughs> what kind of question is that, Melissa? Well, why? I just can't, all right? I can't sleep. I have insomnia. What's that? You don't know what insomnia is? No. It's when you can't sleep. Did you try lying on your bed and, you know, having your eyes closed and just relaxing? Oh, that's genius, Melissa. What a great idea. <laughs> Let me write that down. So you're saying... What I have to do to fall asleep is go to sleep, right? Is that what you're saying, Melissa? Mm-hmm. Good, because it's brilliant. You should write a book. You should give seminars, all right? You'll make millions of dollars. Attention all insomniacs. All you have to do to fall asleep is lie in your bed. All right. Coach, I was just trying to help. I'm sorry, Melissa. I didn't mean to snap at you, all right? It's just that I haven't slept in four nights, all right? And then I got you peeping in my ear about stretching. I'm just trying to help. Like every other woman in my life. <laughs> uh, who said that to me? I mean, it's so good. Because I've had those conversations. It's like, you know, like I flip out at someone trying to give me advice like that. And then. Uh, someone who is my friend, who I consider a very dear friend, would email me and saying, why are you being such a jerk? <laughs> like, why are you? They're trying to help you. Like, they're trying to help you. Why are you being such a jerk? And I don't have an answer. And usually it's because I'm, I haven't slept well. <laughs> and just FYI, one more time, again, 
everyone knows my normal, you know, if you listen to the show for fucking 10 years or five years or any time, you know that I've got terrible insomnia. So add that to, uh, you know, Ryu throwing a Hyrukin into your fucking appendix at two in the morning and popping you out of bed, like straight up out of bed and see how you do for a week and see if you're a little fucking testy. God damn it. Okay. I don't. I would hate to have that. It's a horrible thing. I'm sorry for you. But I'm happy it's not me. <laughs> right? Dude, I mean, no, what are we talking about? No bullshit. Like less than six weeks ago, I can't remember what show it was. We talked about kidney stones, and I was like, dude, there but for the grace of God go I. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I don't want that shit. That's fucked up. And here we are. And I'm pouring a drink. Here we are. This is the best I've felt in two weeks because it's dulling the pain, but I'm sure it's not good for me. Uh, let's well, it's not going to hurt. A little drink is not going to hurt. I don't know. All I know is it's been two weeks since I've had a drop, and, you know. God help us. Uh, Veradrian. Veradrian. Sent me this. This is, uh, she says, Florida strikes again. I guess this clip is probably self-explanatory. She had, she sent me the story, but I, I pulled a clip from a news place that I think will make sense. This is Antoine Edwards. No. By the way, before I go any further, there is like an unbleep clip of this whole incident which is a fight and like maybe half to three quarters of it there's one guy not in the fight and it seems like there's always this guy that's just saying beat his ass beat his ass beat his ass like over and over <laughs> but uh you'll hear like a couple bleeps of that here and then you'll get in the story this is antoine edwards no not the guy on the ground in the bunny suit trying to get another man off a woman along Orange Avenue Sunday night. It was on Easter. On Monday, the now viral video had Edwards taking celebrity bows on the sidewalk where it happened. He says while out with friends for some Easter bar hopping, bunny suit and all, he saw the man and woman fighting. But I got over there, tried to break up the fight. And then with me trying to break up the fight, it led him to get on top of her and hit her. So then I had to uh, try different methods basically to break up the fight, which actually worked. Hey, Lindsay Edwards. Who I should say the guy is in a, he's probably about six feet tall in a full Easter Bunny costume, beating the shit out of somebody, like busting him up. Provided West 2 News with his cell phone video, told me by phone it all happened so fast and that just before the fight, he saw the man spit on the woman. Then the bunny clad Edwards rushing in. His friends were right behind him. If anybody's seen that, I think, you know, you should definitely go ahead and take initiative into your own hands and just go ahead and break it up because that's horrible At to very see. minimum, break it up. Right, right. Police were there seconds later and immediately thought the whole thing was a hoax. The officer came up to me and said, listen, if you do that again, I'm going to arrest you and the damn bunny suit. I just rushed over there. <laughs> I didn't even say, hey, look, look at this. No, I just rushed over there. So it was a real deal, nothing <laughs> fake. It was a real deal, nothing fake. 
So what was the result of what happened here outside the SAC Comedy Lab? According to Orlando police, nobody was arrested. Everybody here on the sidewalk was dispersed. Case closed. In Orlando, Greg Fox, Washington News. There's always a good one about that. You know, like Santa getting in a bar fight or whatever the fuck. Shit like that. That one was in Florida, by the way, if I didn't mention that. All right, you ready for... uh... Remember, two weeks ago, we were talking about, what's the phrase? Obugliata. Yagi Mugi will get you. Yeah, Obugliata. And so we were. Now, here's, I need to set people up. This is like, this is some inside baseball shit because you and I would listen to Howard Stern. I don't really listen to him anymore just because he's on Sirius, I know. But back in the day, he was on a local radio station. Uh, and even when he did go to satellite, I listened to him for a while. Um, so we were, we were debating on whether the phrase that you said was from Riley Martin, a guy that he would have on the show all the time or not Riley Martin, I guess the best way to put it. Um, so good luck. Riley gave me this. So first I'm going to play this. This is him talking. And then I'll play you the clip. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's your boy, Good Luck Riley. Yeah, that was a Riley Martin thing. I grew up with him. He's got the same name as me. It was pretty funny. Um, yeah, I think the, the confusion uh, uh, between the, uh, the the gibberish, uh, boogie boogie die, blah, 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 yugi, well, whatever the fuck he's got. I have to admit, Turd Hat, that was a spot on um, uh, quote. Like, you actually knew exactly what that guy was saying. So, you know, it shows that you were a Howard Stern fan like me. Probably Stern was, uh, Stern, uh, Fenn was as well. And also, the reason why it's a confusion between the two is Sal the Stockbroker pranked Riley Martin into fake translating that clip, saying that that guy also spoke to aliens and he wanted to know what it was because he called in the Riley Martin show on Sears Satellite Radio. So, yeah, that's about it. Say hi to your meetup for me. So, if you're following that, T Hat, the, the guy that. I followed that. Okay, you want to hear the clip or no? I uh, I do, but at this point, I don't. I realize I realize what I I realize he's right. Yeah, he's right, uh, and I'm right, and I it will accept your. Joke, I will accept your. I'll accept your pre-apology. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Let's hear this thing. Okay, I might have to jump around because it's like longer than we want because they're playing it back. But we'll. I'll get to this. Sal pranked him. Because of your speakings of the Bahavian language, mm-hmm. we have had this passage for over 62 years. Perhaps you can help me translate once and for all. Okay. It's Abugliata da Yagimul Amugi Wugeyo. Abugliata da Yagimul Amugi Wugeyo. That appears to me. You see, there was a time. When these so-called angels <laughs> took the daughters of men and found them fair. Right. I believe what you are speaking to me is the absolute first language that was taught <laughs> to humanity in that uh, fable garden called Atlantis. Oh, and that we have come to call Eden, Eden or something like that. <laughs> now, if I had 
uh, more of the language. Perhaps I could literally translate it all for you. But it was literally saying, hey, uh, more or less, uh, you two are the children of the light, and we have come. Anyway, you get the idea. I'll accept my victory graciously. Okay, I but I did offer to bet you money on that because I was so, so set on it. Podcast. Fuck you. Okay. I will concede right now, but you know, dude, it was a close. I mean, it was you know, uh, I could see where you thought that that was the other way because it's you know, Okan, Okan, Tanzan, Juan, or <laughs> so. Forget a podcast. But podcast is for losers. You understand? <laughs> Let me give one more long one. People who take the easy way to a podcast, it's not even, you know, it, it's nothing. It's nothing. But it's, wouldn't you say nothing. the same people that at radio stations want to demo tape, right? So if you have recorded podcasts, it's irrelevant. You can't learn to. anything from a podcast, you even learn, if no. you set it up like a radio show. That's right. You'll learn nothing. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Um This one's from X. Malcolm, and it was I, I, you know, it was from last week, or I mean, it should have been on last week, which I obviously didn't play because we weren't here. But let me get this in. Oh, I have two things actually. Oh shit! What? Let's do, let, well, I had one that I should have played earlier. Remember when I played the uh, in the pre-show? I played the what is wrong with you people? You know that <laughs> that thing mm. and the what the fuck is wrong with you? All right, I guess I'll play this first. Uh, it's a sad story, okay? But this lady is. Kind of crazy. Um, the father has custody of the kids. And this woman is still the mother of the kids, but she shows up to the school and she'll do things like, um, you know, get a pass to come into the school, but not wait to be escorted to the kids' classroom and just roll into the classroom and disrupt everything. And, uh, generally cause a ruckus because she's kind of out of her gourd and eventually they had to call the sheriff's department because they were like you you know we need to have like a classroom situation here you can't just roll in and like cause disturbances because you're disturbing every other kid so the sheriff's department tries to take her out and lead her outside and whatever and she says they shoved her and whatever uh, this isn't even the craziest video. I found another one, which is the aftermath of this one, where she's like looking at the camera and literally like spitting, like spit is coming out of her mouth and like hanging on the sides of her mouth because she's so angry, almost like a like a, a rabid dog. But this is the one where she gets uh, the the sheriff's department to escort her out of the school and she loses it. And it's just more of it. I didn't, you know, I feel bad for her and I feel bad for the kids. It was more because I found some good clips that I liked and I wanted to use them on the chat room in the pre-show like this. Who the fuck do you fucking people think that you are? So I guess I'll play you this is like a minute. Uh, but that's your your intro. 
Which what he did. So she's in the school now but being escorted. And once she gets outside, her volume level raises. Don't touch my penis. Yeah. Chinese meal. Delicious Chinese meal. For it. In a school with children. Look down at the ground. You need to ask for fucking forgiveness. Okay, please quit swearing in the school, okay? The guy's saying, like, can you I not swear in the school? And psychological torture by my ex-husband. I should mention, uh, I guess someone did a dive on her Facebook that where this was posted and they were like, you know, she's like a uh, holistic healer kind of lady. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like basically has done everything wrong as far as trying to see her kids or have custody of her kids or any of that stuff. And the dad's just trying to move on. And she's not that. She's about to go outside. Literally was just fucking physically assaulted by the Roseau County Sheriff. Pushed me. Fucking pushed me in front of little children at their fucking school. At their lunch, the sheriff fucking like pushed me. Pushed me. Put his hands on me. (laughs) Sorry. That fucking principal is going down! Who the fuck do you fucking people think that you are? Who the fuck do you think that you are? You fucking disgusting Roseau County Sheriff! Fucking put your hands on me in front of my fucking children! (laughs) What the fuck? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you people? Oh, that's it. I don't take joy in someone else's misery, but it is difficult for me to not laugh when someone completely loses their shit and they're recording it on their phone and they're putting it on their Facebook. Like, you know what I mean? You're asking me to laugh. Stop asking. Um, let's see. Last one I got, and then we got a few phone calls. Uh, this is from X. Not this is the one from X. Not Malcolm that uh would have been on last week's show. This is a woman with a bat. Okay, defending herself. It was early Sunday morning when Clarice Ganey said that she heard a noise outside her apartment. She peeked out her window to see a large, please say, 300-pound man pulling on her car door handle and knocking on its window, attempting to break in, all while only wearing his boxers. So I grabbed my bat. I braced myself. I braced myself. I opened, I eased the door open. 
That's when Ganey says five foot six, three hundred pound Antonio Mosley charged her. Little did he know she was a high school softball player. Five foot six, three hundo. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> five six, three hundo. The big boy, B O I. It's a unit. The guy's a fucking unit. Okay. A 65 year old slugger. I took that bed and hit him upside a paya. He's out. <laughs> That's when police say Mosley ran to a nearby mobile home park, leaving behind his jeans, shirt, and a sock. He was in his he was in his rolls. He didn't have no shoes on, no shirt, or nothing. Police say a canine unit tracked Mosley down inside a mobile home with new pants on and cocaine in his pocket. <laughs> Officers brought him back. To- Wait, now here's where I got a problem. Dude lost his jeans, what, lost one sock, no shirt, boxers. Police catch him with cocaine in his pocket. Where's the pocket, bro? What's, you know, your prison wallet? Like, where you got that cocaine? To Ganey <laughs> to identify him. I said, yeah. I said, that's him right there. They said, Miss Ganey, he got a big knot on his head. Mosley was booked in the Latchua <laughs> County Jail with two charges of burglary and drug possession. If he better be glad I didn't have a gun, because I would have shot him. But this is my gun right here, because I am going to There you go. I like, this, I like this lady. Yeah, she's badass. Like you're trying to break in my car. Five foot six, three hundred pounds. Paya. Knock you the pants right off your ass. Pants and one sock. Dude's rolling around in his underpants and one sock. Okay. Let's see what we got. Now I feel like maybe we should uh what do you call it? Bookshelf, bookcase. What is the thing? Oh, end. What are the two ends? Bookend. Bookend. Do bookend. We should bookend these calls with the movie reviews. So let's start with Rob's Hellboy movie review, which now it's been out for a week. And then at the other bookend, we'll do his Avengers. But what now, goes in between? Other calls. I got a couple oh. other calls to go in between. Oh. Um. So because I, I don't want to do them back to back. Let's do one at the front and one at the end. So let's start with the one from last week, which is Hellboy, which I hear was a pile of shit, kind of. Oh, yeah, and by so the way, what, well, uh, that's what I've heard as well. Cinema Chat Podcast, I think. I don't even know what's going on. All I know is I'm in fourth place, I think. And I'm in so much pain. Can't concentrate on it. <laughs> Excellent, Malcolm. We were supposed you mean to be in the show- event chat. In the in the cinema movie chat, league? yeah, yeah, in the vent chat movie. Exxon <laughs> Malcolm was supposed to come in here because Turdout was going to be gone last week, and he was ready. He was like rubbing his hands together to come in here and talk some shit. And uh, then I was horribly injured and in a life and death situation, and so I couldn't make it. And now this week, I don't know what's going on. And now, because now we got it real quick in the uh, cinema chat movie league. The Avengers movie is split into three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you got to pick your days, and they cost different amounts, and it's all a fucking mm-hmm. clusterfuck. Uh, so I think some I'm jokers picked all three days. Well, here's the thing: I think you're dumb if you don't pick maybe Friday, Saturday, because 
what else is going to come close to making that amount of money per dollar? Sunday, dude. Sunday. No, I agree. Maybe Sunday will. Maybe we'll see that. But Sunday hasn't come yet. We'll see. Uh, but okay, I guess I'll put it this way. You got to pick some Avengers this weekend. There's nobody that shouldn't pick Avengers, even though the price tag is high because whatever. Anyway, let's move. Hellboy 2019. What does Rob give it? 6.0. Mm. I'm going to go 5, I guess. Ooh. Shit. Sure. I, I mean, Dude, it's either that or 7. You guys but... put me in a weird spot because I don't like 7. I don't like 7. I don't like 7. You like 7. I don't. I don't like it. You do like it. I don't like it, and but I don't. But I okay. Here's my problem. I like it more than four. You know, you're going seven, dude. Why don't we just wrap it up? I kind of want to go six point five, but I think he won't go a point five. So I guess I'll go seven just to fuck around. Here we go. Hey, you guys, it's time for another quick movie review. It's going to be lower than seven. This time we're talking about Hellboy 2019, directed by Neil Marshall, featuring David Harbour, Mila Jolovich, Ian McShane, and a whole bunch of other people. (laughs) I was looking forward to seeing how they... um, Reintroduced this character as you know this there was two films prior to this which I thought was going to be a good idea and I was looking forward to it but upon execution they didn't do a very good job uh, they tried to do too much uh, with what they had and uh, kind of got muddled and on top of that the CG looked really really bad like uh. B film kind of bad and um, you know they set it up for a sequel but I doubt that uh, they're gonna go anywhere with this and that's they could have done so much with up, a rated R uh, rating and uh, they just wasted it and uh, they could have either gone like a Deadpool direction or maybe like a horror direction but they, they went down this line that was Neither, and it, it definitely shows. And uh, I don't recommend you guys go see this. And on that note, I'm going to give this movie. Help me, Jesus! Help me, Jewish God! Help me, Allah! Help me, Tom Cruise! Oh, help me, Oprah Winifred! A four out of ten. Fuck! I should. Full review. Check out cinemachatpodcast.com. So mad at myself. Oh my god. Or, oof. You know what? Good on you, Rob. Give that movie a four. I should have gone four. First ever. That's why I went seven. Like, I knew it wasn't going to be a seven. I thought it would be a six or a five, but I never thought he'd go four on it. That That's, you know, that's, that's on me. My faith. I'll have more faith now. Faith in the four. You know if Rob gives that a four, it's... It's a one. You know what I'm saying? It's not good. <laughs> it's not a good movie. It, it, well, a four is enough to deter you, but like, he's trying to find something to get there to four. I mean, you'd probably give it like a negative nine. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. I got two more calls and then one more review. Let's go to Eldon. Yo, what up, oh, man, chat? It's your boy Eldon, a.k.a. Missy be putting it down. I'm the hottest round. And my question is, has there ever been a period in your life where you did karaoke semi-frequently? And if so, what was your go-to song? Now, I know I think Fen is the only one who has even slight vocal chops, and I know Esta's never done karaoke. So, the corollary to this question is, if no, what song would you want to do, assuming you could be a dead ringer for the original? What would be your big dick energy karaoke song where you completely embody the original artist hey got him (laughs) (laughs) not bad not bad well where do we start I think you've talked about before Turdat you had a karaoke song you know, when we were on the, real quick, when we were on the uh, cruise ship, um, I was nervous and I didn't do any karaoke, but, but like a, other people did. Uh, just Joshing did Faith from George Michael. And, <laughs> dude, and if and you didn't Aubrey. see that, and if you didn't see that, he had, he, I think he even brought like some sort of handkerchief to stick in his back pocket. But he, he definitely turned around and shook his butt at the beginning wearing <laughs> jeans, you know? Like if you uh-huh. if you see the video where he's in the beginning, like George Michael's in the beginning wearing jeans and shaking his butt, he did that. Like the and just Joshing is shaking his butt, and then you gotta have faith. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice if I could? But Aubrey T did karaoke like every night, and a few other people did it once or twice. I could not get myself up there. I really couldn't. It was scary. And Aubrey T had really? no fear. Yeah, it was, oh. it was, dude, I was afraid. And, uh, Aubrey T did it at the fucking, dude, Aubrey T, too. Aubrey T was in the finals, like the last night where they get the best people to come up and do, like they vote, everyone votes and they get the top three. Aubrey T was in there. I have like, a couple in the videos. End. I'll put, I'll tweet. Oh, I that. got videos too. I got videos of him. Dude, he did a fucking, uh, Big Papa, like, I, lo- I love it when you call me Big Papa. Throw your hands yeah. in the air. And he, and there's the N word in there. And he changed it. I can't remember the word he changed it to, but there was like a couple of like actually pretty hot, uh, women of color in the audience that were like, I saw them. I watched. I looked like they were eyeballing it. Like, what's he going to do when it comes to the fucking N word part? And he changed it and they're like, ah, <laughs> like clapping, like, yeah. Cause he, cause he owned it. He looked at them and then changed it from like N word to something. And they were like laughing and like kind of, you know, virtually high fiving him from where they were sitting. Uh, it was dope. Well, I'll be, I'll be respectful too. Well, yeah, yeah. That was the thing. I, cause I knew I'm like, Oh shit, there's the N word coming and I'm looking at my right and there's, uh, these two beautiful, you know, lady sitting here and i'm like what's that good well, how's that gonna work out you got like a seven foot tall white guy you know at, screaming the n-word i'm like that ain't gonna work 
And he changed it, and they knew, and they noticed, and they laughed, and it was kind of cool. But uh, if I had to have a karaoke song, I think it would. There, I think I would do either. Uh, David, but if and this is if you could sing it perfect, like he said, if you could have the perfect chops, like you could sing it perfect, probably David Bowie, Bowie Space Odyssey or Tenacious D Fucker Gently would be good. <laughs> I think either one of those. Oh, a Queen song, dude. Dude, I was gonna say Queen because if I if oh, you could God. replicate his voice, holy shit, you can nail it. That shit, that's crazy. That's right. That's a good choice too. I think of Queen. Yeah, I was thinking David Bowie because he's got not he's got a pretty amazing he's, range as well. He's got an unusual sound too. Right. It's pretty good. Right. Bowie for sure is badass, dude. When I when I saw Labyrinth, you know, the first couple times, I wanted David Bowie to be my brother. <laughs> with the cod piece and everything with the wiener i don't know what it was was it a crystal ball spinning or what <laughs> i just felt like i wish he was my brother i forgot about that x now malcolm and sn i saw a dude in austin kill space odyssey by bowie mm-hmm. he was solo and he had but he had all these like you know he had an ipad and then like tons of pedals and and a way to do it where it was like you know He's singing, but he's got like his own voice backing him up in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. And he's got all the background tracks and like space sounds and like everything. And we we just sat there fascinated. I think I tipped the guy like a twenty because we went to a place, and this is how Austin is. It's like midnight, one in the morning, and we're we just we just ate out of a food truck outside that is called Tommy Want Wingy from fucking. <laughs> <laughs> from fucking uh the the what's it movie black and we go in yeah we go black. inside uh yeah black sheep and we go inside and then they're just like the 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 group of us sitting there our, our party i think it was the three of us in uh aubrey t right is that right um, uh, it was yeah. Esta, yeah it was yeah was victor there i can't remember victor victor so is victor was aubrey t there i'm trying to remember now my memories i believe amazing. so so it's Victor, Aubrey T, Esta, me, X not Malcolm. And that's the entirety of basically who's in this bar. Maybe there is one other couple, like two people, but that's it. And they have live music, a guy with a guitar who's killing Space Odyssey by Bowie with all of his gear. Like I even remember walking up to the guy like afterwards, like, what the fuck are you using that is make you know, making all these cool sounds and making backing yourself up on your own track and shit? But that's that's how it is. Like at one in the morning on em- in empty bars, there's some guy killing it in Austin. You know, every bar. Uh, but Esta, what did you say? Yours would be a Queen song too. You think? But yeah, I mean, can't go wrong with yeah. that. I mean, really, uh, you just roll into any karaoke and belt that out. If you could, yeah, and and that's the other half of karaoke is not just. The song you want to sing, it's a song that everyone else wants to hear. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Like, you roll in there with, uh, 
just like the wild wing does, sings a song <laughs> just like you're thinking. You know, you get something going. That'd be fucking badass if he did that. That's what I'm saying. Like, you roll in there with that, and you will own the whole bar by the end of that song. Uh, Not Fleetwood Mac, but what's her name? Stevie Nicks. Uh-huh. Roll in there with that. Fucking see what happens. And I know we're old men, but such and such. Anyway, here's Milliamp. Uh, one more call from him. Good evening, gentlemen. This is not Eldon, a.k.a. the Sammy Sosa of mimosas. Don't let the vocal fry throw you off. <laughs> this is Milliamp. I've just had a gnarly cold. When you guys go to brunch and you get drinks, do you prefer to have a mimosa or a screwdriver or a Bloody Mary? And because Bloody Mary is the right answer. What's your preferred garnish on that? You like celery? You like a pickled green bean? Olives? Pickled okras? I'm sure you like bacon and bacon salt. Let me know. This has been Milliamp, stirrer of pots, poker of bears, drinker of cocktails. Peace. All right, boys. That was a good question, Milliamp. Thank you. And he is a poker and a stirrer. <laughs> he can be yeah. a stirrer and a poker, but he's a good guy. Good guy. Yeah. Um, and A, I think he's right about Bloody Mary. Not that ever, you know, and if we rewound like 10 years, I would not have gone Bloody Mary because I didn't like him. But when I went on the RV trip cross nation, I think that's where I found my calling for them my enjoyment of them and it is an acquired taste so i agree with him that it should be bloody mary i suppose at least the first cocktail esta what's your if you're going to brunch you doing a mimosa i mean i know you're not a big drinker but if you were Uh, i don't typically i would not drink anything for brunch fair enough turn out and i i do not like bloody mary's no, and it's uh, an aqua. I mean, I used to not like them, so I'm not poo pooing it. Not a big tomato juice guy, right? I don't like uh, tomato. I prefer a white sauce on a pizza. So. <laughs> okay, that's something. But if you're going in for a Bloody Mary, what do you want on that? Son of a bitch. I'm not sure I have any demands. I'd like to see what they do. Well, he said, like, uh, I mean, I'm for myself, he's like, celery, maybe you want some bacon on there, bacon salt, um, pickled, whatever, green beans, or, you know, and my answer to all that is yes, like, take all of it. I want all, like, I want, I want, like, a dressed up Bloody Mary, but here's the thing. No matter how much shit you put on that Bloody Mary, and I've seen all the pictures where the guy's got a slice of pizza on there and all that shit. Mm-hmm. If the actual Bloody Mary juice, the sauce, the formula is bunk, then it, fuck everything else. Like, that's gotta be good. Uh, and turned out you and I have been to some decent Bloody Mary places in our time, and when we see someone pull out like a a Bloody Mary mix out of a bottle that's got a label on it that you buy in a store. Immediate, well, for me anyway, I'm like, uh-uh. 
Like you, you just fucked up. You got to make your own mix. You know. I do agree. Like a like a secret sauce. It's like a bar's secret sauce. You need your own secret sauce. I don't want, you know, but what you don't want to do is put a golf ball size glob of Worcestershire in there. Like I did at the Bloody Mary bar. No, that was uh, in Alaska. Horseradish, bro. Horseradish. What did I say? Worcestershire. No. Well, yeah. Horseradish. You don't want to do that. Because then you'll drink a quarter of it and you're going to want to throw up. Because I've always complained that there wasn't enough. And when we went to our own place where we can make our own, I said, I think I even said the words, watch this, as I took the spoon and <laughs> dumped it in my glass. And then I tried so hard in front of everyone to drink it. Like, to not let on that I fucked up, you know? I'm like, mmm. And I got a quarter way through, and I'm like, my tummy's on fire. My whole stomach's on fire. <laughs> Made a mistake. But no, I'm down for all the the accoutrement on the side. Like, all the things. And you know what? You can gauge how good your Bloody Mary is going to be by when you ask for it and how stoked or or not even caring the bartender is. Like, if you find a bartender that takes pride in their Bloody Mary, they're like, you know, you're like, I want a Bloody Mary. And they're like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, I'm about to fuck this up. You, you ready? You check this shit out. They bust out, like, the secret sauce mix. That's their own thing. It's like, dude, the owner makes this. Like, no one even here knows what goes in it. Like, they make it once a day comes in. And then they're like, we got this, and we got pickled this, and blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, bam, and they show you the thing, and it's a fucking masterpiece. You you know, you're ready to go. There's that. And then there's like, welcome to Chili's. You want a Bloody Mary? And they bust out the fucking Chili's Bloody Mary, and they put a lime in it and a straw, and they hand it to you, and you're like, Ugh. So, it's a thing. I, I've said before... Two, my two things for rating a restaurant are uh, Bloody Mary and nachos. What you got? Because you can put some work in and and show, like, I give a shit and I care about these things. Or you can just, like, uh, phone it in, you know? If you're phoning in your Bloody Mary and you're phoning in your nachos, then the rest of your menu is probably shit. In my opinion. Okay. Until I'm happy doing the show tonight. <laughs> Good to do that. So, so excited. Chronic appendicitis. All right. Last one is Rob Bap One Avengers Endgame 2019 movie review. What does he give the? Has, first of all, have any of you seen it? You haven't seen it. Turned out no. Out, I'm sure. And Aston, yes or no? Nope. Me neither. Go ahead. What do you think? I give it an eight. What he gives it, he's gonna give it an eight. Yeah. Esther. He's gonna go nine. 
I, there's a piece of me that wants to fucking throw the, you know, throw the half court shot, say it's going to be a 10. Throw the gauntlet down. You know what I mean? But I think he might go 9.5. Every, there's <laughs> been so many people that have been saying like, oh my God. I'm going to go 9.5. I saw Hadana's tweet like, this is an amazing movie. movie. I'll go 9.5. Here we go. The world has changed. None of us can go back. All we can do is our best. And sometimes the best that we can do is to start over. Holy fook. Man, this movie was long-awaited, 11 years into making, all starting off with uh, Iron Man first movie, and it was totally amazing. I'm really glad I got to go see this uh, with my son. He thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So many Easter eggs, so many callbacks to all the previous films. We're talking over 20 films in the past 11 years. And man, this movie doesn't disappoint, except for the pacing. Uh Uh, There was a couple of scenes where they could have done without. Remember that this movie is slightly over three hours. So be prepared for that uh, with uh, don't go in there with drinks or anything. And uh, so you don't have to duck out and use the restroom. But all in all, it was a good time. Uh, like I said, I just have an issue with uh, the pacing in, in the beginning and the uh, a, a couple of scenes that they could have cut out that, that were unnecessary. And uh, but you, the characters do get a lot of development, uh, maybe more so in their than in the solo films uh, and whatnot. Uh, uh, there's no uh, mid-credit or post-credit scene, but there are some Easter eggs and some uh, teasers in there if you want to hang out through the credits. All in all, if you have watched any of the Marvel movies, regardless if if you've only seen one, all, or just a few, you should go check this out. It's really, really worth it. And on that note, I'm going to give this movie a 9.5 out of 10. And for the full review, check out cinemachatpodcast.com Son of a bitch. Holy shit. (laughs) yes 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 I'm looking down on you yes 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 called it yes 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 Yes! Called it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay. <laughs> let's. I mean, we're running late, so let's get to it. Thanks for tuning into Vinchat. If you want to get in touch with these guys, you'll find them all on Twitter. 
Finn will be at VinChat. Esta is going to be at VinChat underscore Esta. Turd Hat is at Turd Hat 2. Sauce will be at Overdose of Sauce. Send them some actual mail at P.O. Box 6654, Concord, California, 94520. Send your emails and audio attachments to vinchat at gmail.com. Call them on Skype, 925-246-2428. That's 925-246-CHAT. It's brighter. Douche. God, I had so much trouble sleeping last night, and then I had such a glorious nap this afternoon with no interruptions, no pain interruptions. Turdat. Yeah. I know you're almost out. You sent no. me two songs. You said you're, you're one... kind of far away. Yeah, he's laying on the table. Oh. <laughs> this guy's I'm back. It's, it's almost night night. You sent me two songs. One says song. And then one says, maybe this instead, fuh-pens if I'm mad at them. Yeah. So it what? Does fu- it depends. <laughs> if I'm mad at them, so. <laughs> I am mad at them. So, <laughs> so let's the one play I that one. Play? Okay. Yeah. It fuh-pens. <laughs> maybe this <laughs> instead, it fuh-pens if I'm mad at them. And it does fuh-pens. Sometimes it does for Penn. All right. Yeah. Uh, this is Curtis Holland Jr. featuring Kevin Eldon. And it's no, for I'm sorry, Edlin. 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 This is for you, buddy. We know what this is. I think, unless he's trying to throw a bamboozle at us. Uh, this is the title of the track's called "Good Man," and we'll catch you on the flip side, and we're out. Looking for that renegade I calls it like I sees it A spade is a spade A good man is a thing of yesterday Yeah They don't want them a good man Who will hold his heart out in his hand Just don't give a damn No matter how much it hurts They always go back to make it work Baby, he won't treat you better Just worse So when you're ready Change your mind I'll be here Just a killing time Don't take too long, girl 
Cause I'll be gone Life's a long road To walk alone They don't want them a good man Who'll hold his heart out in his hand No matter how much it hurts They'll always go back to make it work Baby, he won't treat you better Just worse No matter how much it hurts They'll always go back to make it work Baby, he won't treat you better Just Affliction, right? You know I'm not well. Because <laughs> <laughs> that whole time I was punching my kidney <laughs> and my appendix. And I was like, how do I get out of this? Can you? I want to pass out. Can I pass out from the pain? Because this is worse. <sighs> I think SRP well, like the tarot's been really bad. SRP. SRP liked it. You like that? SRP? He said that. Dot, 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 dot. The song is fine. Ignore the haters. <clears throat> you should play the other one. <laughs> I don't know if we. Can't be. It... I don't want to play. Good. I'm in enough pain. Let's see. I didn't play this. The next one is kind of magical. Just so you know. Well, I'll play this in between. This was a road rage thing. Maybe this isn't that great. Where the guy comes up to the lady's door. But, you know the... uh, Where is it? I want to shake your hand, guy. (laughs) Where did I put that? It's... You know. I'm gonna shake your hand. 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 I want to shake his hand. That's all I want to do. All I want to do. So that's sort of what's going on here, except it's a guy at a woman's door, and her thing is touching my door is assault. Touching my door is assault. Touching my door is assault. 
Well, in the meantime, the guy calls her all manners of B's and F's and... You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't know. It's after show. I'm just going to play this, and then if you want me to play your other song, I'll play your other song. Everybody else? What did you say? Take a better picture. Huh? Take a better picture. Close your fucking door. That's assault. That's, That's assault. assault? No, it's yeah. not. No, it's not. Touching my door is assault. Hey, here it comes. Touching Cut me off door. again like that, you ignorant little cow. Touching my door is assault. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take a fucking picture of your Touching license Touching my door, door is assault. assault. And as a matter of fact, I've got you on my dash cam. Touching my, my door, door is assault. Touching my door is assault. You fucking entitled little cow. Touching my door is assault. Touching my door is assault. Okay. Touching what the my fuck? You really think you're fucking important, don't you? Yeah. 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 Why is that? Because you're brown ass? Yeah. Is that I'm why? Brown. Yeah. Touching my door is assault. You ever cut me off again like that? You're going to have a serious okay. fucking problem. Touching my door is Hold on. Please refrain from using ethnic <coughs> slurs. Assault. Touching my door is assault. Okay. Are you a fucking retard or what? Are you a fucking retard? Okay. Why would you do that? Touching my Not door is girl. assault. Hey, you already said that, you fucking retard. Okay. Why would you do that? Okay. Why would you do that? Touching my door is assault, and you need to walk away from me because you are too much right now. So walk away from me. Oh, no, I'm cool. Girl. And you already assaulted me once. Oh, did so I? I'm going to find your license plate, and I'm going to report you, you right for... Ahead, get out of my face. You no, ever fucking cut me off again okay. like that because you think you're more Call me a Hindu else. one more time. Call me a Hindu one more time. Who called you a Hindu? I got it recorded on oh, my phone. Oh, I did, eh? Yeah, I you called did. you a Hindu. I don't think so, hon. Yeah, I got it recorded <laughs> on my phone. So you... You followed me. Seriously, give some space. You know what? Tell this little bitch. No. Don't go driving. What? I said no. I'm not going to tell someone. You ever cut me off again and I'll just put you right in the middle of the road. Okay. Got that? That's a deal. You entitled little arrogant bitch. Bye. Mark my words. Cut me off again. <laughs> Mark my words. Oh, sorry that happened. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's fine. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't want to find his license plate, though. Although, the one thing I have to go on his side is I don't think he ever called her a Hindu. He didn't. He just said brown. He just said brown. Yeah. But. Please refrain from using ethnic slurs. Oh. You know. He brought out the race and did the, the whole retard thing. Yeah, the the yeah he throw, calls her a retard and like a bee and a... ticking some boxes. Yeah, yeah, he ticked a lot of boxes, and then she was just cranking out the like touching my door is assault, touching my door is assault, touching my door is assault, and I was like, I'm kind of into that pattern of speak, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I love the fact that he throws in, like, you ever cut me off again, and I'm gonna, nah, like, she's ever gonna fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that. Like, well, next time I see you on the road, if you cut me off again, it's like, oh, you mean the one in a fucking billion chance that I ever see your dumb ass again? Cut me off again, eh? Yeah. You'll cut me off. Anyway. Where was that? Oh, shit, I don't know. I downloaded it. Or, I mean, I recorded it and I forgot where it's from. I wasn't even going to play it. Shit, hold on. Turnout, you want me to play this song? <laughs> yes. Funky. You heard a preview of it. This it was the funky. song. This was the song that apparently we were going to play if you were if the chat room was good, right? 
but they're bad. <laughs> but but they're good enough to hear at late night. Like this is the last, maybe the last thing you'll hear. I already like just that little clip. It's getting me moving. Hell yeah. Make a serious face. You got me locked in chains and threw away the key. I'm in the deep end now and I can barely breathe. I'm looking for the light, but you are all I see. She got me all tied up, she creeping up right behind me. She got me on lockdown, but yeah, where can they ever find me? She got me all tied up, she creeping up right behind me. should tell you because no one else can see this when you play this song like i use um vlc media player a lot of people use it it puts the album art or the song art or whatever like in this you know the little screen the album art or whatever it is is a picture of a guy with a piece of duct tape over his mouth and his hands his hands handcuffed in front of him and the whole song is like, you got me locked up. You're about to 
do something or whatever. It's fucked up. Also, it's weird because it's like 80s fucked up. You got me tied up. You're about to fuck me. I'm all fucked up with these cuffs. It's fucking weird. BGO way early on, he's like, is this about rape? BGO's like, yo, this woman's raping this guy. It's call for help. What are you doing, bro? Diaz? I'm just laying here. What? What you looking at on your internet? Nothing. Something. It's a little scary. By the way, did you ever get, uh, either of you, I think we've talked about this, the IT crowd? Yeah. You get into that? Essa, no? Uh, I have not watched it. But you should. It's, it's wild. one of the things that I might check out. While it's on Netflix. It's not, it's, it's like three, maybe four seasons, but it's British seasons, so it's like, you know, six or eight episodes a season, not like 20-something. Like, there's probably 30 episodes in the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, but I just watched the one last night, and turned out you might remember it. I'm disabled! Where he goes into the yeah. bathroom. And then, at the end, Moss is working at the fucking bar, you know? Like, she goes to the bar, and she's like, white wine, please. And Moss says, yes, right away. Anyway, if anyone's seen that, it's very good. Yeah, have you tried turning it off and on again? I'll be dang says love the IT crowd. It's good. I'll be dang says epi- one episode of the second season is the best episode. I'll have to look. But yeah, it's it's up there like with The Office for me to fall asleep to, but uh, there just aren't that many of them, you know? But the quality is what, very high. Like, top shelf. Anyway, here we are. We did it. And we need to end it somehow for the, you know, for the show. Mm. Turdat. Turdat, that's on you. I'm with you. I immediately put it on you. I'm I'm disabled. Me. I'm disabled. (laughs) I'm. Um, I I have an ailment. Ailment. I feel like you're like completely on the table, like laying on the table from your where your chair is. You know what I mean? No. Head on your desk. Close. X number Alchem says, "Fen's." You're right. You know that's a great call. Fen is basically Tom Hanks in the Green Mile. Remember when he can't pee and he's got like a blockage and he's like, oh god. <laughs> Every yeah, pee is like a is like a funeral. And I and you need to be the guy that uh blows the weird flies in my mouth that makes people pee again. <laughs> Problem is I pee fine. I just got something in there, I guess, that I have to get out. Allegedly, says the doctors.
It does. It does remind you not to take shit for granted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody out there that's fucking peeing normal and has no pain in there, anything. You say a little prayer tonight when you go to bed that you wake up and you don't have what I got. So let me tell you about my party. You want to come to my party? No. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Because it's the sharp, jabbing pain of Wolverine putting one of his claws into your fucking appendix at two in the morning. <laughs> Red hot. You pop out of bed and Wolverine ain't there. And then you say to I yourself, just like hearing the happens? new things you're coming up with what to describe to the life? pain. What happened? <laughs> I can pee just fine. I just got... <laughs> I just got a fucking cavalcade of superheroes coming in and fucking stabbing me in my my appendix area. God help me when it comes out. <laughs> I was looking at that Seinfeld episode with Kramer where you know I played the clip earlier of him describing it. And he's at a... Uh, circus when it decides to come out and so he runs to the bathroom and he makes a sound so loud that like the people fall off of the fucking (laughs) tightrope and the lions start (laughs) roaring and like all this shit it's crazy (laughs) Swang Tong says I'll send a little prayer for you thank you take what I get Excellent, Malcolm. Just tipped us a bit, putting me in third place. Still ten five hundred. Azus eighty three ten. Bgo one. I guess died for place. Thank you, Excellent. Again, sorry I didn't because uh, X not recorded a um uh like sort of a I don't know like a fan thing. I mean, I don't know what you call it on uh, Discord. And he sent it in, and I he sent it back to me, and I didn't put it up. But basically, I was just off on my own journey. Pain is a journey, you know? <laughs> when you get a lot of pain, you just start, you don't, you don't think about a lot of uh, things. You think a lot about pain. How am I going to sleep? But he's going to throw it on our, in a, on his Patreon, so. Thank you, everyone that participated. Turdat. Turdat. What? There he is. I need you to help me finish the show. How's that? Uh, I don't know. BJ says, uh, oh, on the on the thing we were talking about. El Chorazone tells stories about shitting in hubcaps and eating his own jizz? Jesus Christ. What? Fuck. But listen to that. I need you to help us get us out of here. Turn it. With like a nice mm-hmm. 
wrap it up like funny something. Are you a little tipsy? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The best I've felt in two weeks. Heard it, heard it a little bit in your voice there. Oh, yeah. It's a be- this is the yeah, best I've felt in two weeks. I will guarantee you that. Seven Dew says, I was the only one that said he would bang his mom. Or he wouldn't bang his mom? Wouldn't bang his mom. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. I don't know how to get out of this. Maybe we just stay here for the rest of our lives. <laughs> oh, I forgot to play something. This is the perfect Uh-oh. way to get out. Okay. Andy Dawson sent me this. You ready? Mm-hmm. God, I'm so glad I remember this. Thank you, Andy Dawson. Turdat, listen up. Let's take a look at birthdays and anniversaries in the meantime. Happy 80th birthday to E. Norma Stitz of Quitman. Happy birthday to you, Miss E. Norma. Hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs> that was real. Norm- <laughs> Norm- Norma Stitz. <laughs> I thought that was your mom's name, Turdat. Norma Stitz. Kidney stones. Oh, <laughs> Kidney stones. <sighs> I don't know. Who knows what I got? Appendicitis. Turnout's out. He's I mean, it's better if you have kidney stones. Right? I guess. Here's my but thing. Then you have to suffer more. But then it's not as serious. Whatever it is, please don't let it turn into like uh, me buying a co- like a brand new car and then I can't go to Boston. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's where I'm concerned. Like whatever it is, just just keep it something not you know like let's just keep it down. <laughs> Uh, I just want to, I just want to be able to go to Boston and not have to pay like, you know, some sort of medical bill that's insane. And I'm on like a decent medical, you know, I even looked it up. I'm like, holy shit, you know, what an appendectomy would cost or whatever. And I'm on like a decent medical thing. It's crazy. You gotta look at that stuff. Like, I don't know. You know, you you just hope it's not something where it's like, whatever, you're going to get your ass handed to you. Yeah. God help you if you have no insurance. I mean, I've got decent insurance. Uh, No, it's a whole thing. Exxon Malcolm's like, what's your max out of pocket? Blah, blah, blah. I got the whole thing. Oh, oh, oh. Hang tight, everybody. Please, all this pain, all I want.
I guess I'm not gonna. I thought we would get a special tour. <laughs> What's going on in the chat room? Uh, your old raid leader must have hated Turdat. Fen was the raid leader, though. No, Fen was guild leader. Esta was raid leader. <laughs> and then Exomalco says any idiot could be guild leader. The real, sh <laughs> the real shit is raid leader. There is something to be said for that, but uh, I mean, I wasn't. Obviously, they had the guild before I was even there, so somebody well, was doing it. They had the guild like before I was there. Sachi and stuff. Yeah. Before I ever came around. Esther was better at it than the rest of us. But it's true. Any idiot can be guild leader, frankly. It's not a... <laughs> you know. You just gotta fucking... You gotta be willing to listen to people whine. <clears throat> Got something there. Um. <laughs> Come on. You can do it. Give me that deep, deep shit. There's an... I think if I do something, I think I. Oh, come on, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Dude, while we're, while we're doing the show, it's like, we're ready to update your computer right now. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm going to play this and we'll see. I think by the end, he might be in full snore. Okay. You watch those nature documentaries on the cable? Yeah. You see the one about lions? Yeah. Look at this lion. He's the king of the jungle. Huge mane out there. He's laying down under a tree in the middle of Africa. He's so big. He's so hot. He doesn't want to move. Now, the little lion cubs, they start messing with him. Biting his tail, biting his ears. He doesn't do anything. The lioness, she starts messing with him. Coming over, making trouble. Still, nothing. Now, the other animals, they notice this. And they start to move in. The jackals. Hyenas. They're barking at him, laughing at him. His toes. They nip his toes and eat the food that's in his domain. They do this and they get closer and closer and bolder and bolder till one day that lion gets up and tears the shit out of everybody, runs like the wind, eats everything in his path. Because every once in a while, the lion has to show the jackals who he is. Heard it earlier. Oh. Hear it? It's not a hard story. 
was like a soft snore. But it was he did two of them during the thing. See now the game is if I can get him to snore and then I can get real loud and pull him out. Did hear him snore? I bet you does anyone want to bet I can get him out? <laughs> okay, now we got him. I got him in. Are you ready? Do you want to hear me get oh. him out? Uh-huh. Turd hat, what do you think about that? Turd hat. Hey. Turn hat. What? I got it. I did it. I got it. What's your answer, turn hat? Well, what do you think, bro? <laughs> hey. I'm with you. What? I'm with you. Unlimited power! (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Okay, let's let Turnhat go to bed. Hey, uh, Turnhat. Turnhat. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> <laughs>